I go to Red Wing. Red Wing boots are expensive. And the guy, like the salesman at Red Wing boots is just like, finally, because all they sell is work boots. And they're like $300 work boots. You go in there during the day and he's just like, hey, <laughs> hey man, how you doing? And it's like, oh, I'm doing okay. Just, I'm looking up, I'm like, I'm just looking at boots. Everyone I pick up, like discreetly looking at the price going, fuck. My dad is like, so uh, how, how you doing? He just kept asking me, uh-huh, and so, so how you doing? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And yeah, okay. Like he kept repeating himself, kind of like Marcus with the, we got, we got to win the pennant. We got to win. I'm just like, this guy, is this guy to tell me like about shoes or something? He just keeps asking me how I am over and over. And like, I'm not going to steal anything. There's only one boot here. Like they're all the same left foot or whatever. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like either tell me about the boots or shut up. So anyway, I was just like, all right, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got to go. And I like left. Uh, like, and it was before cell phone. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm late. Like run out the door. Anyway, I'm just like, fuck, I don't, I don't have these steel toe boots. So I like walk over to Payless. It's in the same shopping plaza. They have boots that looked like steel toe boots, but were like $20 and did not have steel toe. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, hey, uh, if I buy these boots, can I return them? And they're like, uh, yeah, if you have the receipt. So I buy them and I bring them to the office. I'm like, hey, do these look good? And the boss is like, yeah, I look fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> but meanwhile, like the OSHA rules are, when I was when I was vacuuming those carpets, I was supposed to be in steel toe boots. And let me tell you, after vacuuming carpets, like three hundred feet of carpet in work boots, you get to the metal doorknob to, to unlock the next door. Man, it's like lightning bolts would shoot into my hands, <laughs> putting the key in. I'm like, oh! constant electric shocks. Yeah, I learned to like every doorknob. I would, I would like slap with the back of my hand and then I would touch it. Like for, for whatever reason that would, that would do it. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Ground yourself. Yeah. Ground I would ground yourself. myself and then I would do it. Yeah, yeah. The factory I worked at where I needed steel toe boots, they used to just give me like a hundred dollar voucher and I'd go to a place in Niagara Falls. Uh, and I, I, would, I like walked around like in multiple boots because I knew I'm like, I have zero interest in buying another pair of boots until I can. Yeah. So I'm going to find the best. And there was some Timberland boots. Uh, like, they because they, I have fat feet, apparently. Or wide feet, I should say. So, like, they were the best boots I ever had. I bought them. Uh, all I had to do was change out the inserts every three months. So anyone listening, if you buy shoes, boots, whatever, that have removable inserts, uh, and, like, every three months, if you use them regularly, is when you're supposed to the outside of the shoe or boot is going to last you apparently for an extended amount of time, but the, the, the cushion, the inside will not. So you want to change those out every three months, which is because, you know, I, hold on. I, I guess on. I want, I'm not done. Right, right. I am not done. They changed. They, they had a, a, a truck come with shoes and stuff I could buy from like near the end of my tenure at this factory, I walked on this, I'm like, hey, look, uh, this is what I'm, this is what I got. Uh, do you have it? They're like, no. I'm like, then I don't care. And I went into the office. I was like, hey, look, they don't got what I want. And I have the, the thing so I can go to the place, get the exact same boot, the exact same size, and I don't have to fuck around. And they're like, no, you got to buy from them. So I bought some other ones, absolutely rancid they were awful they sucked they fucking sucked which made it really easy for me to quit that job that's some bullshit like, oh, look, yeah. 
Look, if I have my workers on their feet for 12 hours, I want them to be safe. I want them to follow OSHA regulations, but I want them to be as comfortable as possible because I don't want them all trying to get out early, always trying to get on the ground, tie their shoe and adjust their boot. I want them to be like a machine for my job. You know what I mean? Oh, like uh, if it costs me a hundred dollars per person for a year, that's fine. <laughs> you know, this, this knowledge I have of shoes with insoles came into play when we went to Vegas. Okay. You had those Converse with a hole in them. And you're like, ah, fuck these holes. I was like, dude, go buy an insert. It'll be like a brand new shoe. So we went to like a CVS for like five bucks. You bought the insert. You put it in. You're like, oh, look at this shit. It's like a brand new shoe. <laughs> amazing time. <laughs> amazing time. Yeah. I have inserts in all my sneakers now because I had, uh, I have, uh, fuck what it's called. The, the, the heel thing. A heel's bone spur on my heel that right. that is a symptom it's not a cause it's a symptom of plantar fasciitis the fascia that goes down the back of your calf big calves and i guess my whole life i've been walking on my heel and fucking it up and it made the bone grow that way like in a curve you know oh, anyway, shit. so uh anyway i went to a podiatrist and i give i have to do these exercises and get these inserts and all this other shit but anyway yeah, yeah. It, it's amazing how how much an insert on your shoe changes just like everything about like you know your your like it aligns your like hips your back yeah. like just everything just feels better yeah i mean as long as you get the right one you get a bad one and it's just like you're just like stepping on random things yeah you got to get a good one yeah but if you have a shoe or like sneaker or whatever for like six months you even use it for a lot Put an insert in. Like, yeah. it's going to feel better. I recommend, um, there's a store called Fleet Feet. It's a chain. Is it? They, they sell inserts, and they'll cut them to your shoe. And if they, like, they, you don't like them or whatever, they'll, they'll take, they'll return the cut-down insert. I like that. I mean, it's probably a little bit more expensive than doing a Dr. Scholl's yourself, but well, at least it's, you know it's done right, fairly, you know? Dr. Scholl's is fairly expensive. Actually, you know, I mean, like, you have to take your shoes off. You almost have to barefoot on that, like, pedestal they have just to find out the number they tell you to grab. And then yeah. you got to hope that number, one, fits the the shoe you have. As I haven't done it yet. I've, I've gotten the number because it was pre-COVID, way pre-COVID, when I didn't mind taking my shoes off and stepping on barefoot stuff. But I never bought it. I don't know if it like adjusts with the width of your foot, depending on the number, or if the yeah. number is like the certain width. Cause like I have wide feet, so like I need the wide foot. Um, I'm more of a, a New Balance person now. Like I see those like dad starter packs and white New Balance shoes. It's like, hey man, <laughs> they fit. They, and they they're good for your feet. New Balance. I actually. I found a pair of, I went and um, I had this foot, these foot problems and because I was, I've been, I wore Converse for like, Ever. like f 15 years, oh, you know, uh, and they're 20, 20, easy 20 years. <laughs> probably. Easy 20. Probably. It was, you were definitely wearing them in high school, man. Yeah, I was, I was. So, you know. Multi-colors, uh, multi-fashion, multi-everything. Yeah. I mean, mostly did black, but they would, yeah, I would do like black on black and black on gray and whatever. Anyway, so they, yeah, I wore, I wore them for like almost 20 years and they're they're garbage uh you know like they look great but you know what they're there's like nothing there 
So oh, yeah, uh, they they they're not good for your feet, but they're decent for style. Yeah, I mow some lawns before you go out. I guess. I I went on. Uh, I went to. I had I'd worn Nikes as a kid on and off, you know, and yeah. uh, I I went to the store and I was trying all these different, you know, I tried on New Balance and Asics. Those were two recommended. Then I found these Nikes that have. Um, they they just worked good for for my situation. I I don't know if I'd recommend for everybody, but then I ended up buying four pairs because they were on sale. It was like buy one get one sixty percent off, and I was just like, all right. And then I saw another one on Amazon for cheap later, and I was like, all right. So now I have four pairs. So I have tons of sneakers now. Half of them I don't I probably never wear again because they're like Converse and Puma, and, uh, and then I have yeah like four pairs of Nikes I bought you know in the course of a year. So, so the sister that caught me with porn, mm-hmm. um, at one point, her and I had the same foot size. I'm, I'm younger than she is, but we had the same foot size, and she had some Reeboks. And they fit me so good. Like, re- that's what made me a huge Reebok person. Like, I, one, I was never a, a Michael Jordan fan, so anything Nike I was already kind of against. But, like, then all of a sudden, like, I put on these Nike cross trainers, I believe is what they were, and they were perfect. They fit me perfect. I love them. And she got – she was fine with me wearing them. At first, she's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, which is why I probably shouldn't have thought that she would care so much about all my porn. But, yeah, <laughs> it wasn't even that much. It really wasn't. <laughs> it was a lot at the time. Yeah, sure. At the time, like, because nobody had anything. But if you, there was, there was, there was less pictures on that disc than in one Playboy magazine. Right, which I, yeah, <laughs> that's true. But like, yeah, so I'm like, oh, Reebok is uh, where it's at. Like, I, I like the way this fits. I like the way it feels. You know, I don't like Michael Jordan. I don't care for Nike. I know, Magic Johnson was my favorite basketball player at the time. So like, did he do Reebok? Did he was he sponsored by Reebok? No. No. Um, I, he may have been sponsored by Nike as far as I know. I just know. Probably. They really got in there. They really got in there and got, like, all-star basketball players. They just, like, collected them. They still do. I remember hearing uh, the story about Michael Jordan in, uh, like, when people were pushing to buy. You know, he was stone cold, no emotion. And every time he left a meeting, like, his lawyer had no idea how he felt. And, like, he left Nike and he was like, I like what they have to say. And they were, he was like, I have no idea what he wanted. Because he didn't show any emotion. When they talked, he, he basically looked like he didn't give a fuck what they had to say. It wasn't enough. So, But, like, Nicky offered him so much that he had he, – like, he couldn't say no type yeah. of thing. And, you know, he was like, yeah, let's go with them. Uh, sure. But at the time, Nike was a no-name brand, kind of. Yeah, well, they were around, but they weren't nearly as – they weren't known as, like, the very well, most they're, expensive they're, they're like all the other brands now. You know, right. like, oh, right. you got Jordans? No. Oh, you got what, – what else is there type of thing? Like, you know, like, I guess Reebok would be the, like, oh, this person. But, yeah, so, the cross trainers – but then the cross trainers changed. And mm-hmm. I didn't like the way they were. When they changed, like, the, the, the style of the shoe, I was like, I don't like this at all. This is fucking awful. And then it turned me off the shoes in general until our buddy George, 
who used to live with Marcus, who was supposed to be on the podcast uh, 20 minutes ago. It was like an hour ago. He, he, showed, he, he sold me like 10 pairs of sneakers because we had like the same foot size for like 40 bucks. Like 10 sneakers for 40 bucks. It was a great deal for me. Yeah. Uh, I won. I have no fashion sense. Zero fashion sense. I'm not going to lie. None. George is Puerto Rican. He has fashion sense. He gave me some of his shoes. He basically gave me his shoes, is what he did. One of them was a pair of He had a ton of, of sneakers, man. He had that huh? small bedroom. He had that small bedroom. He had like a wall of sh- sneaker boxes. He worked at a It took an hour shoe to, store. to get rid of those shoes, like to, to pack those shoes up that he had. He used to wear like a footlocker or something. But he has style. And one of the shoes he gave me was a, a New Balance. And it was the perfect, like, with everything about it. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, this is so comfortable. I started buying, like, T-shirts that matched the color of the shoes just so I, like, matched up. Like, he, uh, he definitely helped me with my shoe game. One of, um, one of my most expensive pairs of – not most expensive, most comfortable pairs of sneakers ever were New Balance, but they were also my the ugliest pair of sneakers I ever wore as, like, a, you know, since I was a kid. <laughs> Uh, but they were very New comfortable. New Balance is weird. They're either like suede and like really nice, or all white leather and <laughs> like they're just yeah. awful. There's yeah. really no in between. It's like Bill Bill Burr talking about Asian drivers. Either they're fucking Tokyo drifting at fucking ninety miles an hour, pulling up into a fucking parking spot. And or or they're stuck in the middle of an intersection, being like, "I'm sorry, it's too easy. I fell asleep. I don't know what's going on." Like, it's not that the all Asians are bad drivers. It's just like some are like for the future. <laughs> like some are just like, "That's ah, too easy. I don't care anymore." That's the uh, down sneaker. You're I not gonna I, you're not gonna win over people being like, "Oh, nice some nice New Balance." No, no. And, and I don't get it, right? Like, all, all shoe companies have money, right? Even if they have less of a profit than the others. You know, in the beginning, Nike wasn't like, we have all this money, we could buy all the sports. But they, they decided early, we got to put a lot of money into advertising, and it'll pay off. If, you know, it's a risk they took. And well, they, they, I think the risk they took was on Jordan. Well, they took other risks before that, too. But yeah, I mean, they took them on, on other athletes. Like, for example... They decided we're going to get into NHL. We're going to get into hockey. This was in the 80s. And the, do you know the Gretzky story? No, I don't know the Gretzky story other so, than that Bo don't know hockey. Oh, and yeah, yeah, Bo and Gretzky. And yeah, so they um, – Wayne Gretzky, probably the greatest hockey player of, of all time. I mean, if he went head-to-head with Bobby Orr, it might be – it might you know, Bobby Orr might uh, win. Bobby but, Orr was defense, right? <sighs> I, I don't even remember, <laughs> but uh, he scored a lot of goals because he was just really good. And, but the I mean, people, I would, I personally, the people, my personal opinion for how best hockey player of all time is Mario Lemieux, and but, he's up there. He's up there too. Oh, he's yeah. probably him. Him and Gretzky are probably better than Bobby Orr. But when Bobby Orr played, people weren't as good as Gretzky and Lemieux, right? Like Bobby Orr inspired Gretzky and Lemieux, and they a whole generation of people who became way better. Oh, whereas yeah. like. Bobby Orr, like, was skating circles around people, but they sucked back then. They could barely play, you know? <laughs> so, anyway, um, but the point is this. So, uh, Wayne Gretzky was, like, 
they were, he was already known as the greatest. He, he's, it was a big deal. He was getting traded to the Los Angeles Kings from Edmonton. And then it was like, okay, now he's going to be on, yeah, they're, they're all National Hockey League. But now that the greatest player is playing for Los Angeles, there's going to be lots of TV airtime. So they want to get the Nike. They might have even done this when he was on the Oilers. But either way, when, when they decided to get into hockey, it was because of Gretzky. Nike's like, we're going to get into hockey. So they had to deal with Gretzky's team. Um, they're going to they're sponsor their jerseys. There'd be a Nike swish to say, you know, have the swish on every jersey, right? And uh, first game, um, Gretzky always had this thing. I forgot if it was his right side or his left side. He tucked in one side of the jersey for good luck. So ever since he was a little kid, something happened in his life. He decided that was lucky, and he wasn't going to stop doing it. <laughs> they printed the Nike logo on the side. Gretzky tucked into his hockey pants. So the first game, just the logo is tucked in, and he's out scoring goals, and Nike's on the phone with the, with the team like, what is he doing? What's Wayne doing? Why is he doing it? And they're like, well, you put the logo there. You made the jerseys. You didn't pay attention. Wayne Gretzky always tucks in that one side of his jersey. And, like, immediately they're, they, they're like, we got to print more jerseys and send them over. But like, immediately, like, maybe two games, you know, the next two games, like, there was New Jersey's. And they didn't have a problem. They just moved it to the other side, you know. Sports, just because of sports players are so superstitious. So superstitious. One, I'm a superstitious person myself. I'm not a sports person. Most people I'm are. Not. A little but bit. But, like, oh, every time I talk about Sherman this way, this happens. I'm going to continue until it doesn't. And yeah. then when it doesn't stop, I mean, yeah, they know they're good. But they also think that, like, if they change it up, maybe they won't be as good. Like. Right. Craig Ritavish skated when there was supposed to be helmets, but he was grandfathered into the rule of not wearing a helmet. Yeah. And then it's like, why don't you wear a helmet? <laughs> uh, I played better without one. And that was it. Like, that's how he thought. Yeah. That's how he felt. Like, there's so much superstition in, in sports. It's, it's crazy Definitely. to me that so many people that, like, at least played sports in, like, high school, they're like, well, I'll believe in that stuff. It's like, well, maybe if you did. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'd be in the pros. Uh, maybe no, I'd I, know your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, like, look, scientifically, mathematically, these things don't help. But you're talking about the human body, and, and you're in such, um, in such tight competition. You know, you watch the Olympics. They won by one-tenth of a second. It's like, one-tenth of a second. Like, you have to do everything you can. And if you are more comfortable because you're, you believe in the placebo effect of tucking in one side of your jersey, right? I'm then a, you just got to do it. You I'm know? a huge supporter of the placebo effect. That's one of, one of the reasons why I think, like, masks work. Like, you want to talk to me about masks? Like, well, I don't know if they work. It's like, I think placebo effect works. So if you think that the mask is working, it's – you know, it's gonna work. Like, there's gonna be a percentage of people who won't be as sick because they're wearing masks because they think the masks work. It, it is just a scientific fact, as far as I'm concerned, with a placebo effect. Granted, they may still get the COVID 19, but maybe it won't be as bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I won't say it's like if you believe, it's hard to explain because it's, there is something to it. There's something to it. Uh, right. um, there's this guy. There's this guy named Wim Hof. And like before, I was kind of like, 
eh, yeah, no, you know, but, and like, if, if you're tricked into it, like, you know, the movie Dumbo, right? They're like, yeah, Dumbo, hold this feather. You could fly. And it, he's like, ah, I can fly. And it's like, yeah, dude, you could just fly. Like, it's not a feather. Like that feather's not going to hold your fat elephant ass in the air. <laughs> but, you know, so there's something to that. So I thought, you know, when people believe in it, but then um, I worked on this show. We did, it was a science show in which we ex- we had scientists come in and figure out why people can do certain things. Like uh, people do um, chew glass and swallow it. And people like this one guy like dragged a, a car with his nipples on chains. Some of the stuff was gross, but you know, these people already existed in the world. We were just figuring out the science behind it, you know, and yeah. this one guy, this one guy's name's Wim Hof. He's known as the Iceman. He's, I think he's from Greenland. I forgot what country he's from. He's not from this country. Um, but uh, we had him come in. We flew him in. I uh, pack him in ice, right? And they've got um, thermometer like sensors all over him. And we packed him in a, a case of ice. It was like a phone booth we built of ice. It was just a plexiglass booth. And I'm dumping ice on the guy. And he's, he's just in like a bathing suit, totally covered in ice. And we were measuring his body temperature dropping, right? And then he raised the temperature up with his mind by several degrees. And it's like, this is measurable science. This guy can do this. And whether it's by like, I don't know, flexing his muscles or breathing harder or whatever it is, he puts his mind to it and he can make his body do it. And it sounds like a superhuman strength. uh, And it almost is, right? I mean, yeah, he's not Wolverine, like, catching bullets in his skin and like healing and bouncing them out. But like this guy can actually change his body temperature with controlled, you know, mental and breathing when he's encased in ice. It's pretty impressive. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I mean, but there was, you know, like if you think you can do some things like, you know, you might, you're, you're, you're more able to do something you think you can then do something like you think you can't you can't like even like either way like you're going to be able to do it or not but if you you're like no 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 i can do this i got this trust me don't worry about it like your body should be like all right like i guess we're gonna do this like Mm -hmm. it it, like it'll you know build up that energy it'll build up that heat it'll figure it it, a way out Granted, like over an extended period of time, obviously he will freeze to death. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's not gonna. He's not. You can't leave him in the middle of the tundra like that. But right. Uh, you know, and like, he's been, and he like, was training to do it for a long time too. It's not like, oh, I think I can do it, and just does it. You know. But there is something to it, right? Like. Oh he, yeah, it wasn't the first time he ever tried it. I'm no. sure it was the first time he wasn't. Like, oh, I, I think I could do a backflip. Uh, as opposed to, no, I've done backflips. I can do it from any height, you know, type of thing. Yeah. yeah, so yeah there's, power, there's power in that. Yeah, there, there, was a, there was a huge there's a huge thing with the placebo effect because, you know, I mean, you, you do a scientific study with, like, some people are drinking alcohol and some people aren't. But everyone that's drinking all of a sudden starts getting drunk. Everyone starts getting drunk. Why? You weren't drinking alcohol. Why you? How, how? Why do you think you're drunk? Oh, because I thought I was drinking alcohol. So then all of a sudden my body remembers how to 
this is yeah. how I act. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it goes with other things too, right? Like, um, I would go with anything. I mean, the, 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 the whole, the, the, like back to the mask. No, I'm not going to get sick if I wear a mask, you know, or it's going to be very light. If you're mentally prepared for that, like you might be mentally prepared to fight it off a lot better than say someone who doesn't believe that. Sure. Like, yeah, I'm gonna wear my mask. I'm gonna be judged. Don't worry about me. I'm gonna be all right. Now I'm doing yeah. this. I'm doing that. Now, I feel I mean, like you have a better chance of than say that people are like, no, nah, masks don't work. Don't worry about it. I'm good. I'll be all right. There's a different like there there there's a different mentality to it than no no, no I'm I'm being protected. So then you you start mentally thinking you're protected, but then also you're doing other things like. Yeah, you're probably doing not, subconscious things too, like keeping distant and right. You know, you're not you don't realize that like subconsciously you're six feet away from people. You know, like subconsciously you're, you know, popping multivitamins and hanging out in the sun and doing like you know just little things like um oh, I've been taking more zinc in my diet. Why? I don't know. Just just damn. You know, but like. Also, you throw all those on top of wearing a mask. Yeah, you're gonna, you're probably gonna be a little bit better than the person who thinks that wearing a mask is fascism and trying to kill the in, uh, independent spirit of America. Listen, man. All I know is if we have alien DNA. I'm just kidding. I just I took a break. I. I, I was doing all this, like, this, like, <laughs> I was in this deep hole of, like, I was given a day to, like, do this 22 pages of legal documents in which I was going to be going into debt for 30 years. So, like, I didn't pay attention to, like, any news or social media for two days. I was just like, I need to read what this clause means. I need to read what this law means. I need to figure this out. And uh, you talk to these lawyers. And, you know, so I didn't pay any attention to it. And then I'm just like, I got back on social media and people are like talking about having sex with demons and like aliens dna and i'm just like what the I, fuck is going on i i gave zero interest into the whole thing just like i don't i don't know if that's what she said or when she said it or the context yeah behind it. i mean and so I know this is I, I read an article about it so like because i was like i don't have time to figure this out let me gonna, look up not, what's going on I have zero interest in double checking anything. She had, oh, oh yeah. don't listen to her. You know what else she said? It's like, I don't care. I'm done already. One, like I feel like mass work. Personally, I think mass work. I've listened to a person you don't care for, Ben Shapiro, say wear a mask. They work. Yeah, he's he's, like, he's he's a smart, charismatic guy. I don't like the company that employs him. I don't agree with him on everything politically. But it's more it's more that. I just, I find that life is too short that I don't want to listen to people tell me political opinions anymore. Um, I, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm in a different, uh, I, I don't mind, I like to listen to people who, so I, I, I like Ben Shapiro personally. Uh, well, I don't know personally. I, I've never met him personally. I shouldn't say it like that. I like, listen, like, I like the way he talks. You know, he comes off as very intelligent. He's intelligent he guy. very good points. Uh, whether you agree with his points or not, if you tell him you don't agree with his points and you got you make a valid argument, 
people go, well, you know, I guess we just disagree to disagree. You know, like, he doesn't hate you. He doesn't shit on you. He doesn't do anything. He really just, he goes, hey, you know, like, we're not all going to agree. As long as your intention is good, I'm fine with it type of, you know, which is what I feel like most people, you know, like if your intention yeah. is good, but you feel like we need to do it this way, but he thinks you need to do it this way. And, you know, we, we, we both want to do well by the people type of thing. Sure. Uh, as far as who employs him, I don't care. I yeah. know for a fact that most media networks are paid for by people that have zero interest in my life or most people's lives. You know, sometimes so, so, you just get the money where you can. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's he works for a, a big oil and gas propaganda company. That's what it is. You know, like I have more trust in the old newspapers because they've been following. They initially they just sold the news. You know what I mean? Like that's it. They just they tell the news, the facts, and they abide by uh, fact checking and facts, and they fuck up. They do, but oh, you a know. Lot. Unfortunately, sure. a, lot, a lot of the places have been fucking up too much where a lot of people just don't trust the news media. Well, that's the problem, though, is because doing news for real and doing it honestly costs money. And it right. used to be... It used the, to be the movie Goodbye and Good Luck. Right. Goodbye so, and Good Luck. Like that, right. that, that, that was like the change of like, oh, we want news to make money. Um, news is supposed to be... It actually came much later than that, but that was part of the movie. Um, yeah. In the, up until like the 80s, really, it was like you had to, if you were going to have a TV station, you, have, you are required to have this much hours of news and education per day. Um, I forgot the year it changed, I think 89 or something, but like you're required or you don't get a TV station. You're not on the air. If you don't give us this much real news and, and non-biased, it had to be, if, if someone uh, presented a political point, you had to have a counterpoint. If someone was accused of something, you had, a, you had to reach out to that person who was accused and ask them that they wanted to defend themselves and make a statement on your news source uh, within a day. I mean, excuse me, within a week. So, like, you, there was, there's strict rules, and then, what's that? You were held accountable. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they start, stopped taking money from the FCC, and they started making the FCC more political, you know, like... Um, at one point, uh, you know, so in during the Reagan's administration, they, they took away that rule, the fairness doctrine. You don't have to, doesn't have to be fair and equal anymore, you know, but still, you, some of these places still stuck by it. And they considered news like, okay, that's just, that's a department we're just going to lose money in. We'll make it up by having, you know, all in the family be a hit show and selling commercials for Tide and stuff. But we're still having our news. And, and you know, the old school broadcasting companies still have their news. Um, but now you've got cable news companies. And now the cable news it's a little bit more of a wild west. And then the internet is even more wild west because no one's, no one's checking that at all. <laughs> like, uh, that's just, well, like, now, well, nowadays, def people are definitely checking internet more than they, they were, say, five years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but was, you, still, you still have there, a – it's pretty crazy out there still. There, there was a real interesting thing. I, I, I just, I'm, I'm a huge Jesse Ventura person. Mm -hmm. uh, I've, I've bought almost every single one of his books. I like his politics a lot more than I like almost any other politician's politics. Uh, at one point, he was talking about uh, on Joe Rogan because he had uh, a defamation of character lawsuit against uh, the American sniper guy, Kyle, or right, right, whatever. Um, 
because he, the the American Sniper guy, in his book said that he said something out. happened that he didn't happen. Basically, he beat up Jesse Ventura for talking shit about the seals, and Jesse Ventura was like, "I never ever talk shit about the seals," and this guy was lying, and then he wound up getting killed, and there's this huge lawsuit, and then people were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we're going against a guy and trying to take money away from his widow," and he was like, "He lied about me." You know, he called up Clint Eastwood and was like, you put this in your book, I'm going to sue you. This is what's going on. And that's why it wasn't had nothing to do with the movie. Right. Um, but there was a point in the case where after that was done, almost all the media, you, know, you watch it on Joe Rogan, I, I highly recommend anyone watching it. The media came in and basically got leniency to discredit or say whatever they want against anyone, whether it was true or false. Basically, they could talk shit about anyone they want, and they did not need to have facts or any any factual information about it, which led into, as far as I'm concerned, the Tulsi Gabbard being a Russian asset. Even well, though Hillary Clinton, after like a week, was like, I didn't mean Russian, I meant Republican. After right. that, people were still like, she's a Russian asset. What's the difference? It's like, I mean, so they, I was watching. That was able to be passed right around the same time with the Jesse Ventura thing. I, if I, you know what, I'll, I'll go back online, I'll go find it, I'll cut it, and I'll post it. But he was like, yeah, they, they, the news went in so that they can get, they can basically say whatever they want about anyone. And not be held liable. I don't know exactly the, the situation here, but you know, it comes down to if you have a guest on, right? Yeah. That person. That's why. That's why. Like when you see the local news reporter go out to a storm, you know, and the, they interview a couple idiots in the street who's like, "Ah, the tornado came through here," and then somebody else, "Well, it was a tornado, all right." You know what I mean? Because it's like, all right, I got two people to say they saw it because I wasn't here. I didn't see it. You right. know what I mean? So but we're not going to fact check that the tornado came through when we can look at the devastation. Right. Well, the thing people. is you don't even need to fact check it because it's like local residents say a tornado came through here. That's true. Local residents did say a tornado came through here. It's really about right. how you say it. Um, the problem is, you know, nowadays with how the, the media, like the news stories are not even a 24 hour news cycle anymore. Um, and they're overlapping and there's so many people who, first of all, like they just, they'll read a headline and then they'll won't even really fully pay attention to it. And then it's a game of telephone and social media is like a high speed, huge game of telephone. Instead of whispering the wrong thing in one person's ear, you're whispering the wrong thing in many people's ears. So it's really crazy. Well, what's the point of reading it? If I know what the head, if, if I read the headline and I'm like, Hey, I think exactly what they're saying. I don't need to read this. Like, it just bolsters. And then, of course, with the whole, uh, and was it anagrams or, you know, like, oh, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're looking for one thing, we're going to keep going after that one thing. You were going to keep showing. Algorithm? The, yeah, algorithm. Thank you. Yeah. So it just keeps bolstering and you just start feeling to yourself <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. all these people think the same way I do. And it's like, no, that not, not everyone does. And, and not all this is true, but 
you don't have to fact check any of it. Or you don't even have to say with, again, with Tulsi Gabbard, you don't have to put in a thing like, we didn't mean Russian assets, we meant this. Right. You don't, well, because to, you don't have to say, like, hey, we messed up. You just go, eh, fuck it. Let's go on to the next news cycle. The, the thing is, they don't have to apologize because they said Hillary Clinton said she was. Do you know what I mean? Well, that, that was well, the news no, story. Well, yeah, yeah. But here, so it I, doesn't matter what they say. They're just like, no, she did. We I'm heard not, her say I'm it. Not, I'm not a Hillary Clinton <laughs> fan at all. No, but I you, you see what I'm saying. Wrong. It's like. But she did. If, she did amend her statement. But right. no and then one, they didn't broadcast. No one, it. no one, no one decided to publish that. Right. She amended her statement. You know it, and and I know you because now that you you took the the political compass and you know you're near Tulsi Gabbard as far as where you stand. Like I, I really wish you took it before the DNC, so you you can follow her a little bit more. I'm I'm so annoyed by the way it works. Like I hate that Iowa and South Carolina are six months voting ahead of New York. Like. And like, I'm fine with that. Why? Why? Because New York's always blue. Oh, yeah, but okay, it's fine. Like, but I, it's like, why would you? Why I, would I don't you mean New York, but like, why? Why? Like, when you're the 40th state in line to vote. But I mean, if, if I was a, if I was a Democrat, I would go after the the red states. Who who likes the who in the red states? You know, because the blue states are always going to vote blue no matter what. Right, right. But no, you know, but, but like, what, if you want to win, that, especially swing states, swing states are where it matters. Like, who are the swing state people looking for? Right. Who do they want? That's right. who you should go after. Like, New York, California, you know, if you're, if you're Republican, Texas, almost the whole, whole Midwest, like, you're going to get the vote no matter, no matter what. Right. But, you know, again, like, this, this I, don't, I don't like the Electoral College, and I don't like, I don't like only two-party system. You know, I hate the two-party system. I hate the fact that I think the last time three people were on the Demo- or the, on the debate stage was with Ross Perot, uh, Bill Clinton, and uh, what was it? Uh, was it Dole Bob Dole? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like why? Why is there not at least four people every time? Three people minimum. It's crazy. You know, there should you be a three-person at- minimum for yeah, because because that's a tiebreaker, right? You don't have all this. You can get more shit done because it's constantly like, no, they did. No, they did. No, they did. It's like tiebreaker, you know, like there's a third party. That's what what pisses me off about Jesse Ventura. He has a name in politics and and just in general. And he he hasn't jumped in. He's not a part of it because he would easily get enough percentage to be a part of the, the debates. And once they go on the debate stage, he's going to take votes from both parties. He's going to take votes from both parties because he's for Medicare for all. Biden and Biden and Trump are not. Jesse yeah. Ventura is. Jesse Ventura is absolutely for legalizing marijuana. He's a he's against the drug war. Biden and Trump obviously are not. You know, like he's going right. to steal. He's going to take. He will take a lot of votes away from a lot of people. And I feel like the majority of Americans, that's what they, oh, what do you think about the drug war? I don't care anymore. How much money is it costing me out of my paycheck? And the story, like that's, oh, this is how much the drug war is costing. If they came out and said, this is how much the drug war is costing, you guys okay with it? No, I'm fine. I know enough people that do drugs. Just if, If you look at 
I mean, it's also once it starts one place, right? Like think about, so Colorado, it's like, so wait a minute, you guys are telling me you have this much tax uh, that you've collected and all right, tell me how many have, of these people have gone crazy and killed people? Really? Oh, right. oh yeah. Why yeah. not? <laughs> yeah, marijuana what, is now we'll do that for your, for your schools. The tax on marijuana alone is pretty much covered your school system, so you can pay teachers and everyone Look, to be taught. I've never smoked it. I don't plan to ever smoke it, but still, it's like to me, it's like. You look at the pros and cons. You look at the, the numbers, right? Yeah. If it's legal there and they haven't had problems, but they have this huge influx of taxes, maybe it's worth it. I've never met a pothead that was violent. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Like, unless they're <laughs> drinking, I've never, like, oh, you want, like, I smoke now. I absolutely do. I'm not gonna. Yeah, lie. I have, I have, but um, but like, I've got some stories. You know, it's it, but it's it's it, it like you know, depending on what strain you use, uh, you know, hybrid is the one. So I, I don't know what I like. I'll just do hybrid. You know, you just kind of like chill the fuck out. You know, like you, I've been smoking with some bartenders. You know, we just smoke up, go in, have have a beer. But you won't have like ten beers. You'll maybe have like two because you're just like, eh. You know, like I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to reach that high. I'm already, not, like I'm already here. You know, if you do like a certain, you know, one of them is more of a high, high or mind, mind thing, and some people find it more creative. And the other one is like, excuse me, if you're having trouble you. sleeping, there's 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 joints I've I've smoked. I'm just like, see you guys tomorrow. I'm going to bed. Like, I'm I'm done. They all let you just pass out. So if you're having trouble sleeping, you smoke a little bit before you go to bed, then you're, you're good. You're, you're going to have a great night's sleep. Not for everyone, but as an asthmatic, doesn't bother my asthma. Yeah, it's and interesting. Now Colorado legalized shrooms, you know, medicinal uh, mushrooms. I mean, you know, if you can, if you, if you can, have a standards in place you also have a safer product too um yes that's i'm not sure. I, i'm not saying everything should be legalized and then monitored or whatever i, well, I think that, that's, that's too much that, but that's why i, I had no problem with smoking I'll, I'll go to a dispensary where everything has been like checked out like it's not going to be laced with anything it is yeah. what it is it has the amount of thc that they say amount of cbd what it says and i'll do it um, if I buy it off someone from the, I'm not going to buy it off someone from the street because I don't know what's in it. I really don't. I don't even know if it's actually marijuana, you know? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah, please let me, let me have the government check this out so I don't fuck myself up. Yeah. It, 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 it was like, uh, when Trump was talking about, um, vaping. And he was like, ah, if you buy vapes from uh, someone else on the street, that's what's been killing people. Not the FDA certified vapes, but vapes people have been made on their own. That was actually what we've been killing people who do vapes. You know, and uh, Kyle Kolinsky, who's, uh, you know, I feel like he's pretty good. He's, he's a good uh, person to follow on YouTube. 
I mean, he's like, did Trump just make a great uh, um, argument about legalizing drugs? <laughs> like, hey, yeah, he did. you know, if uh, I, you buy it from the government, it's going to be a lot safer. We don't want you dying from this. We know you're going to do it anyways. I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out what was behind uh, Trump's um, crusade against um, vaping. I know, look, vaping's not good for you. It's not like, but too lots of things, many, lots of things aren't. Too many people were dying from it. And people were like, why are people dying from vaping? You know, it's a, mm-hmm. a you know, vaporized moisture, right? You know, with whatever. So mm-hmm. they had to find out, you know, it was, it was a weird thing, you know, because like vape, people love to vape. They do. Some people do. Yeah. I, you know, I, I walked, I, I'll just sit there at fucking Hollywood Boulevard and just, Clouds of smoke will all of a sudden go. You know, people love it. You know, the flavors, the scents. It's like, all right, you know, vaping was supposed to be better for you than smoking. And then people added uh, marijuana to it or THC to it. And then people started doing their own. And the people that were doing their you know, it's like, all right, where are these people dying from? Oh. When people make it on their own and not it's not certified, that's usually where it is. Okay, yeah, that's a great that's a great argument for the to end the war on drugs. If the government was like, hey, uh, countries that are doing all this, um, plus the country, uh, oh man, you you were here last week. I talked about how Ben Shapiro and Shane Uger had an amazing debate. They debated each other. It was really, really good. If you like, you mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, they're they're. I highly recommend anyone. I don't know who Chen Huger is. I don't know who that is. He's from the Young Turks. Um, okay. Very left. He's very left. Uh, yeah. Yes and no. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I don't agree with this guy at all. <laughs> oh, why? But he's left. He is very left. Um, the thing with his his counterpart is Anna Kasparian. And she argued with, or debated, I'm sorry, not argued with, uh, who's the one girl that uh, in, in, in Trump we trust? Uh, the female that is friends with Bill Maher, but very right wing. I don't know. Oh, fuck me. Anyway, she's a very right wing female that wrote a lot of books. And Trump used to. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Um... And something and Coulter. And Kasparian, they had a really good debate. But both of them made really good points on the same issue, I thought. Right? And and Coulter was like, we need a wall on the border. And Kasparian was like, what if we delegalize, you know, legalize drugs so that these countries didn't have to use slave labor to do them? And we're purchasing them legally. You know, maybe the people who live in those, who are trying to flee those countries were able to stay. And I thought both of them were really good points. You know, like, you know, the immigration is something I've never really dug into because I I don't have an answer. Do you know what I mean? Like some things it's like, yeah, wear a mask. Like I don't, um, but like, it's more complicated. It's a complicated thing because... Immigration for me was, was kind of simple because 
It was weird because Bernie Sanders in 2015 was for a wall. He absolutely 100% wanted a wall. He was said he? the only people who don't want it are the Koch brothers. And, you know, the people who are like, well, who's that picture of fruit? So do you really want slaves? Like, do you want people working for slave labor? No, I don't. Well, then why would you use that as an excuse for fruit picking? You know, I understand people, you know, I understood the wall, but it's like, why don't we do both? What if we got rid of the war on drugs? So places that are, you know, supporting the, the drug trade don't have to do it illegally. Maybe now they don't have to come over through the border, you know, through Mexico anymore illegally, they can have an open trade. Now, that's, that makes sense to me. But also a wall will help in places where it's illegal to cross, which will help with like sex trafficking, things of that, like people who shouldn't be in this country. I mean, I, I, first of all, here's the thing about the wall. Uh, first of all, it's very expensive. It's really, really fucking expensive. Uh, but you know, and you like, still have what, what? What do you mean? Yeah, it's really fucking expensive. <laughs> it just is. You know, there's unless we do something to offset it, it's a fucking ton of money. And I'm also not sure it's that effective because people can if if you leave miles, like I've been, I haven't been to the the Mexican border, but the Canadian border, there's like you can see like a hundred miles in either direction, and there's nothing stopping you. There's no river. There's no there's no fucking guard. You could just I mean, walk into the other country. Yeah. No one will stop obviously, you. Obviously, the wall is, is on the Mexico border. No, I know. Uh, I know. But what I'm saying is you can't just leave it unattended because then people can find a way over it. It's not, it's yeah, not a force it's, field. It's not, it's not so much to stop people from being unattended. But there, there is a lot of illegal things going. Like, you can legally come here and claim, you know, there, there are legal ports of entrance. So if you're coming here illegally, like why are you doing it illegally? You know, what what is the the I don't know. There there's a lot more negative things. That's why I thought like Bernie Sanders for at first was one hundred percent for a wall. You know, the Toke brothers wait, I, I've never heard that. I know in two thousand sixteen he was speaking no, out against it. Two thousand fifteen and then when he became like an actual like competitor against Hillary, he changed his uh, point of view, which is really weird. But he used to say we don't need a wall. No, no, we need a wall. The Cook brothers don't want you to wall, have a wall because the illegal immigrants are basically slave labor and we don't want slaves. That was basically Bernie Sanders. This was, I, one, one of the things that I like love Bernie for is he was telling people like big companies who want to pay you less than what you're allowed to get legally want you to come over here. Now, if you're getting a dollar you're losing me on this. I what did, how did the Koch brothers factor into the wall? I don't understand. Oh, the Koch brothers, are you familiar? you're familiar with the Koch brothers, right? Yeah, they're like in plastics, which is oil. No, they're like in everything. The Koch right, brothers- but that's their main thing, isn't it? Isn't their main thing plastics? I know they're in I, everything, but- like, I actually don't know what their main thing is. I, all right, I'm, I'm gonna play it, uh, ignorance. I know that they're evil. They are definitely anti-American values you know they want slave so, labor i'll They're tell you what the company labor. does 
real quick, I'll tell you what the company does, right? Multinational corporation based in Kansas, involved in manufacturing, refining, distribution of petroleum, uh, petroleum chemicals, energy, fiber, intermediates, polymers, mineralizers, fertilizers, pulp, paper, chemical tech equipment, ranching, finance, commodities, trading, investing. Everything. They do a lot with oil and plastics. So they're everything, right? They're in, they have their hand in everything. Basically. They yeah. have their hand in everything and then they want illegals to come in so they can pay them less. Which is more than what the illegals would be making where they lived, but less than what they should be making as an American citizen. Sure, sure. And that's what Bernie Sanders and Trump at the time were against. Right. Um, and, but un unfortunately, after 2016 off to 2020, Bernie Sanders is a completely different candidate to me. He's yeah, not the same guy. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I still think, here's the thing, right? Like, I went to college in New York, north of Buffalo, and there, were, there was a farm community around the college. And there were people from Mexico working those farms. And look, if they came all the way from Mexico up to there, a wall wasn't going to stop them, is all I'm saying. And No, you know, no but I believe it was, it, it's, a, it's a weird, I believe 55% of the illegals there in this country are through the Mexico border and like 45% were from flying in. So it, it, it's like, ah, it's like 50-50. You know, will the wall help with that? Sure. What does it help with? It helps with not treating people as slaves. You know? But then the, you, you throw I mean, in. Hopefully, hopefully. Oh, right. But you throw hopefully. in. Because, I, I mean, li living in L.A., I've learned a lot. You know, the, I'm, a lot of the people I work with, I'm not going to say they're Mexican because uh, I don't want to disrespect them. Uh, but they definitely all speak Mex you know, Spanish. So they're, you know, Mexico down um, to be in any country below that. Yeah, Latin America. But yeah. they're the hardest workers there. They're hands yeah. down the hardest workers in the company because the money is good and they, that, that's what they, you know, that's more than they ever wanted. There's this, this weird thing with Americans where they expect more and then when they get out of college, it's like, oh, I expect this much money. It's like, yeah, you don't got that. But Mexicans are like, oh, you're going to give me this much? Oh, you're going to pay me 15 an hour? All right, yeah, I'll, I'll do the job. And they do it amazingly. Like if I were to hire anyone, it's like, oh, where'd you move in from? You know, oh, you're from here, you know, El Salvador? Well, okay, yeah, you're hired. Because I know you're going to bust your ass harder than probably anyone that came out of college thinking that they deserve more money than they do. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah, so there was the, the whole wall with that. But if you want to throw in the wall with drug, tra you know, drug trafficking, arms trafficking, child trafficking, I don't understand why people are against it. I know people do. There, there's it, a few reasons. But I don't what understand is the why you'd be against possibly, you know, human trafficking and drug trafficking and gun trafficking. Like, why would you be against yeah. that? No, I'm, I'm, I'm against reducing those things. I just don't think, I think a wall is very expensive. I think the environmental damage it'll do is, is a lot. Um, I don't have the facts in front of me, but it's not good for the environment and uh, storms and winds and 
Oh, it, it, it won't. As far as environment goes, I don't think it's going to affect, affect it as much. If you look at it, it's not good. They've done studies; it's not good. Uh, it's but not bad. I mean, I mean, no, well, it's bad. I guess, well, <laughs> I'll have to look it up for you. It's bad. I mean, like, I guess, I guess, I guess you gotta. It's it's a it's a self. Uh, you got you got it's a it's a self uh, uh, fight. You know, like what's worse? It's not that it's bad. It's what's worse. Is the the the, the effect it has on the environment worse, or is the sex trafficking, the drug trafficking, the arms trafficking worse? Well, so here's the thing, right? So you're talking about, though, <clears throat> businesses that even if you – those businesses won't, won't cease to exist if you build a wall. But instead, they'll traffic differently. You know, right. that's just – they're going to do it differently. They're um, still going to do it, but it's yeah. not going to be as easy, right? Well, no, I, it could be even easier. <laughs> if, if you make one route harder, they might, they might do a different route. Like, like sometimes people trafficking aren't coming from other countries. Sometimes they are, of course, but sometimes they're not. So you might see an increase of kidnappings of American children and sex slaves of American children. I don't know. Like, I don't have the information on this, uh, but I do know that the cost is ridiculously high. And I also, you know, like the other day, part of it blew down in the wind. It's like, they're not even building this thing right because they're cutting corners like assholes. Weird that he's trying to, like, postpone the election. I mean, I don't find it weird. I understand it. But especially with the whole... Here's uh, with melon melon voting. It's like, look, if you want if you want to show me something that proves to me that melon voting is a hundred percent, that's fine. Because I remember you melon voted in two thousand and melon voted all four years of college. I've melon voted a a bunch of years when I was traveling for work. People melon vote every year. Yeah, but do you know if it counted? They don't. They don't. They don't count your absentee vote unless the polls are uh, a tie or really close yeah so like I, I know in in, in uh, what Jersey there was one town like they had a, like there was like 20% like false I don't know it, it, it's gotten really bad now. here's the thing you know voting there have always been people fucking with the election system from the old days where Boss Tweed would like make guys change their jackets and go back inside to vote for right. his guy. You know, was it, uh, what's that? Um, Scorsese movie? What was it Scorsese with Daniel? Yeah, Day? that's part of it. That's part of it. Yeah, he put it in there. Yeah, Five uh, you know, the, like that. that's happened a million times. You know, the fact that um, you know the the electronic voting machine company Bush gave a ton of money to, and oh, strangely, in these liberal districts, the machines malfunctioned and. Remember in Ohio that year he got reelected? Right. The machines went down and there's lines around the block. I think it was a documentary. The guy who actually rigged the machines uh, wound up all of a sudden committing suicide. Yeah. I mean, so there's always crookedness in it. I don't think, I'm not sure that mail-in is, is any less safe than going there and pressing it, filling out a piece of paper and then scanning it through a Scantron that That's goes to some, like if, if, if the government, if there was a government agency that ran the voting machines and they were universal everywhere. Uh, I think that's probably our best bet, especially if they like were punch card too. You know, like you punch the hole of who you want to vote. You can't erase it. You can't write another one. It's yeah. a one punched hole. That's it. And then they, you know, it was that kind of machine that read the punched holes. 
and all the machines were the same and they were all owned by the government, uh, I think that's a better bet than, oh, this third party corporation that owns most of the voting machines was given a million dollars by the candidate. It's like, uh, okay. So, you know, I think there should be, they should do something about election reform to make it more accurate. I'm not sure mail-in vote is less accurate. No one's shown me any evidence Here, that it is. Here's the thing. I don't know who's going to... That's the other thing. You don't know who's going to... I don't gonna know who, who's going who's gonna to cheat. You know? It could, either, either party could cheat. Right. And if they're both cheating, then it, chances are it'll even out if they're cheating at the same level. Right. I mean, that's, I guess that's uh, the best bet, is that they cheat at the same level. But, right. like, I know a lot, of, you know, like, say, Mary Ratter. You know, okay. she's like, oh, he doesn't want it because he knows he's going to lose. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to lose. And I don't know if, like, but I know for a fact, like, whoever wins and is based on the mail-in voting, the other side is going to say, no, that's bullshit. And that's my more – I'm more worried about that than who's actually going to win. Yeah. I'm also worried, more worried about who Biden's VP is going to be because I don't, I don't think Biden's going to be the actual nominee. There's no way he'd be the nominee. I don't know if there's a way he can't be the nominee at this point. Oh, there is. Uh, the, the Democratic uh, convention hasn't happened yet. True. They, there, there is a way. There is a way. But I think it's highly unlikely is all I'm saying. I don't. This guy, like, if, like, if they say, all right, um, insert someone, geez, it's probably going to be someone I don't like. Um, maybe Kamala Harris. Um, you know, Biden may go, hey, I'm, you know what, with this pandemic, I'm, I'm too weak. Uh, I'm, I'm too old. I, I can't serve the people. But this is who our nominee is going to be. And then all of a sudden Kamala Harris comes out on the stage. I can 100% see that happening. Oh, I'll I mean, say 95%. I won't say 100 I can see that. Be... I can see him putting someone else in because they haven't technically said it's going to be Biden yet. No, well, because it's 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 not him until the convention. They have to right. all deliver their. There's that whole thing they do, you know, where they pass shit around. Yeah. Um, which is so confusing to me. But uh, they could, yeah, they could. But you know, that would be. That's why you vote for delegates too, right? You know, you think they're going to vote for some, but you don't know who they are. Nobody even researches who they are. Right. Um, but that would actually be a brilliant political move if this whole time they just put a milk toast guy up. That's genius. And yeah, because, because then you don't have the way it is now, right? Everything you do is under a microscope. Yeah. Amy Kobachar is whatever. Yeah. She's very milk toast. Right. Which means that she'll get the, well, you know, she's not Biden. Biden was trash, but you know, she's not Trump. Yeah, he's not, he's not that bad. Like, people don't like him, but he didn't, like, commit Biden? crimes. <laughs> Biden? What crimes did he commit? I mean, uh, I mean, just look at the Black Lives Matter protests. What, but what crime did he commit? I don't know what crime but, he committed. But, but what crime did he help is really... Uh, I mean, oh, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he has helped anyone. I'm just saying we have a president who has actually committed crimes. Biden, Biden definitely has committed crimes. Here's a thing that someone made a comment. They were like, Name a president that is not liable for war crimes, right? Oh, I mean, that that's history goes to the victor in that, you know what I mean? Like, exactly, that's never if you're the the vice president, you're just as liable as probably the the, the president. So, as far as I'm concerned, every president 
is to you know to be to probably convicted of war crimes. Um, there, but with you know, with the ninety four crime bill, which has hurt minor you know minorities, you go know, with the the he he was the sponsor of the was the the loan you know the loan it's college student loans. You can't get out of it unless you're fucking dead, pretty much, right? Okay. That was his. <laughs> when him and Obama were in office, Obama being a black man, you would think that he would have been able to go after all the, you know, the systemic racism that's been in the system, but he didn't. No, he didn't. and it's, here, here's the thing. It's a much more complicated issue than just being like, hey, racism's illegal. No, no, no. Okay. It's, it, it's complicated, but it's, it, it is, but it isn't. They still did zero to help the reason why people are protesting today. Right. But, you know, that's just, that's a, that's a talking point to get Trump reelected because Trump has done zero, but Trump also. He unfortunately has done zero. What, 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 show me the facts here. What has he done? The the first step act. About. No, I already showed you that on another podcast about how they passed it, but they're not following through on any of the steps and they're actually making it worse. No, 3000 people were released early for nonviolent criminal offenses. All right. I'm going to find it again. You know, uh, I said it on our. I said it like five podcasts ago. I read you this thing. But before before that, you know, like the unemployment rate for minority communities was the lowest it's ever been. But 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 hold on a, now. If you have a job, crime goes low. Crime goes down. Like it just. No, that's that's a fact. That's a fact. But are you talking about carryovers from Obama's presidency now? Because unless you're talking about 2018, after 2018, it does it doesn't matter economically. Yeah, it didn't change anything. Until coronavirus hit, the unemployment rate for pretty much all Americans was the lowest it's ever been, including minorities. But he changes. You can't just just somebody being there doesn't give them credit for something. You know what I mean? No, but the the, the policies he did that helped with opening up. Uh, if if you're a minority, obviously if you're anyone, doesn't matter your skin color, you had an easier chance of of getting a business loan. That, 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 that's just a, that, that is a proven fact. So if you is had, it? I haven't heard this. This is news to me. No, it, I mean, there was... This is a lot of talking points that I've never seen any facts on. They all sound brand new. <laughs> we talked about it. Even Chaz mentioned it. He goes, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Trump's a businessman. I understand. Like, I thought that he would make it easier for you to start your own business. And he did. He made it easier for you to start your own business, no matter what skin color you were. Obviously, <laughs> it helped if you had, you know, doesn't matter what skin color you were. So it definitely helped minorities, but it helped white people the same. It helped everyone the same. You know, it was actually very equal. What is this law? I don't even, I've never heard this law. It wasn't a law. He, he just, he got rid of uh, oh. restrictions. Like Wall yeah, but some of these restrictions have actually killed people. So like, like <laughs> take them away. So like, people, like physically look, kill people, like people are dying if, now. If you're, if you're, not, no longer have to uh, not dump chemicals in people's drinking water. It might not have killed them yet, but it will. The the fact that Flint hasn't been fixed yet is stupid. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, if you if that you was a Democratic up, president, but take away the presidency. That was I think it was a Democratic mayor and a Republican governor that that did that for Flint. They but, fucked up. That was actually the point where I realized that both parties are in the same. Listen, they, they, those people all fucked up and here's what's worse though right i don't know if you know this 
almost every water system in this country is a ticking time bomb to be in the exact same situation and nobody will fucking help us if it happens. We'll just be drinking fucking poison water. Then we won't know. We will never know. I mean, there right now there there people do tests and there are look up look up your you no, go up I, online. I'm in Los Angeles, we don't have a water system. We don't have a water like the water we drink out of comes from someplace else. We live in a fucking desert. We don't have a water system. So like the water we well, drink, it, it comes through your pipes somehow. Right, it's there somehow, but like it's not from the ground that we live on. It's not like when we lived in Buffalo. It's like no, we got these freshwater lakes right here. Uh, yeah. Right, but everyone has a water system that the water comes through in pipes, and that's that's what we're talking about. Because like, hey, if people have people have plumbing in the desert, they still get have a water system with pipes. Yeah. Um, and then and then you gotta just sit there and go, all right. So there was a meme that was posted. They're like, oh, you don't like the fact that there's children on the border in cages during Trumps, but you want to elect the guy who built the cages for the children. Right. I mean, we're, we're, the, th- the thing is like, you know, it's, it's like, neither are good. Neither are good choices. Right. It's just, neither are good choices in my eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm extremely pissed off that Jesse Ventura is not running. I feel like he might be sense of Abraham Lincoln, the first third party person or independent party candidate to actually win an election. Uh, Abraham Lincoln wasn't third party. The only third party to ever win was George Washington. No. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln was third party, wasn't he? No. Double check that. I, I it, was a, it was a computer. It was a light on your face. What? It was third party. Either that or it was just straight Republican. But it I was thought, the new party. It was a new party, but it became. Right. It quickly rose to be one of the top two. Right, but it was a. It was yeah, it was a brand new party before. So it was, you know, it was practically a third party. Right. Republican, if you but really the only one actually president who uh, was a third party elected president was George Washington. Well, you know, you know, defeat the British and uh, create a new nation. You know, you'll win, win an election. They didn't, he didn't even want to be president. They just wouldn't. They wouldn't take no for an answer. That was that was the best part about him. That's what I love about George Washington. He had zero interest in doing the job. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to do this shit. I just sat in the woods for. Fucking years get yeah. shot at. I don't That's why my, my laws came from. He's like, all right, fine. Like, he's like, I'm an old man. This, much long, this long. I'm an old man. I just want to go home. I have wooden teeth. Uh, I'm just gonna grow my hemp product. His, his teeth were actually slave teeth, but you know. Hey, whatever. You know. I'm sure that was pretty common. I'm not sure he was like, give me their teeth. It was yeah. like, you know, those I, babies yeah. lost teeth, and uh, they we'll collect them. That that would be creepy if that like was not a thing until he did it. <laughs> yeah, that's that would be some sick shit, right? That would that would be like when Palin declared that if you bring the legs of endangered species and throw them on her desk, she'll give you money from the, the Alaska taxes. Palin, oh man, she was she probably wasn't as bad as everyone made her out to be. The thing is, she first of all, she's not very smart, and um, she probably would have really fucked up. <laughs> well, she would have been VP, you know. So she would have been whatever. Yeah, she would have been the same, I guess. It was. She it was been. funny. It was someone made a comment about how how the Democrats are all about pro, you know, women's rights. But when Sarah Palin ran for VP, 
they shit on her as if she was like the worst human well, ever. And then like women were like, it's like, come on, like, you can't tell me that you're for women's rights. And then when like, as far as the first woman VP of worth, like in my time comes up, you fucking shit on her and like talk about how stupid she is and all this other stuff. Granted, it had nothing to do with the, her sex, but it had everything to do with just the stupid yeah. Nobody was saying she was stupid because she was a woman. It was because she was saying stupid shit. Right. But nowadays, if you say someone like, say, hey, I was like, ah, she's kind of stupid. People are like, you don't, you're, you're sexist. You, you don't like women. This is what it is. It's like, no, no, no. I didn't say that. No, that's exactly what you said. I heard it. This is how I felt. It's like, uh, yeah. this is not what I meant. That's, that's I think, the, the comparison nowadays. Where it's like, yeah. no one had problem talking shit about Sarah Palin and her policies, but if you talk about AOC and her policies, you're a sexist. That's why I hate both parties. I mean, I think it, I think it goes both ways. I read a study where, um, you know, it's there's there's this very popular belief um, among conservatives that on social media that conservatives are being silenced and it's and it's very um, left leaning and they they only block or, you know, take down people who are uh, conservative or right. they do it to a greater degree, but they actually did a scientific study and more often the, the people who were taken down, uh, it, it had nothing to do with their political uh, connection. It was that they were actually threatening people. <laughs> so it just so happened that the conservatives might have just made more threats, you know? Then, I don't know. I mean, like, as far as popular... I mean, they did, they did a sample where they took the amount of people blocked or whatever. The, the, the amount of people that are conservatives that have been blocked, like, we'll go back with, uh, you know, Benny Shapiro. I can't believe Marcus called him Benny. Yeah, so whatever. Ben Shapiro likes... his name. Uh, when Milo Yiannopoulos was banned from Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, just before he was, Ben Shapiro was the most racially segregated like he had the most hateful comments commented to him uh anti-semitic comments towards mm-hmm. him than anyone else okay because of milo yonopolis once milo yonopolis got banned and then all of a sudden like the, those comments been banned now ben shapiro's like i don't think milo should have been banned even though i was because of him i was the most targeted person mm-hmm. for anti-semitic racist because he believed in free speech he felt like, you know, sure. it's a platform. Milo should just be able to say whatever he wants unless it's, you know, advocating violence against someone else. Sure. But here's, it's, here's the thing. It's the same. It's still a business. It's like this, we were talking about kneeling in the NFL, right? Twitter's a business. Kneeling and, in the NFL, yes. You know, kneeling in the NFL is the same thing as, like, they're a business. It's not, it's not, yeah, they're not saying, they're not saying you can't say this stuff. They're saying you can't say it here. And our business. What business is Twitter losing, though? Oh, I, I don't... have to prove that they're losing money based on what certain people say. I mean, I honestly, I honestly don't know how they even make money, to be honest. I don't know how it works. I guess there are ads or there are sponsored ads. It has to be. It must be. Like, yeah. how else would it make any money? Except for selling the data of the tweets, which is a fucking shitload of money, too. So, Yeah. Which is weird that they would ban people unless they were promoting violence. You right. Know, if you promote violence, they're promoting something. Like I've never that. met anyone on either side of the aisle that condones violence and and. Yeah. I mean, I've seen 
I've seen people on, on Twitter posting about uh, the extermination of races of people. So oh, yeah. I could see them click report when that happens and going, yeah, this guy just said we should go down to this thing and, and uh, you know, put these people in a gas chamber. So we, it's free speech, but like, that's gross. And you right. probably shouldn't say to kill people. It's, 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 uh, it's the dumbest fucking thing, but, uh, it, it, and you never hear anyone go, oh, well, you know, free speech. It's like, no, no one's, no one's about violence. Like if you, if you disagree with someone and you can make an articulate comment, uh, without say insulting them or threatening them. No, you can even insult them. You just can't threaten them. Right. But even, even if you insult them, you know, like, that's the low class like, way to oh, do it. I, this is how I feel about, you know, say, say someone who loves AOC. Mm-hmm. You know, people love her. Sure. And someone's like, oh, you're, you're, you know, whatever, you know, you know, uh, you're, you know, the C word, you know, you're this. It's like, eh, you know, you, that's not necessary. None of that's necessary. Mm-hmm. If you want to tell her, well, I disagree with you because uh, X, Y, and yeah. Z is a different story. But if you want to just like, throw vulgarity at someone in a, in a harsh way and there's no actual open conversation, I can understand being, you know, at mm-hmm. least blocked for, or, or shut down for a little bit. I can understand that. Granted, it's still free speech, but you don't, you know, you want free speech, then, then, then speak. You know, you don't have to insult someone. You don't have to call someone out. You don't have to sure. call someone names. You don't have to justify yourself in, in that kind of aspect. But on the other hand, if, you think something than someone else and that's free speech, but they're like, ah, it's kind of right leaning. You're going to pull back on that. The whole thing with Steven Crowder, I know you don't follow him. I thought he was wrong. About what? I kind of like Steven Crowder. He makes me laugh. What's he talking about? I know who he's getting. 100% wrong. On what he was doing. What was he doing? Huh? What was he doing? I don't know who he is. Oh, uh, he's a right wing YouTuber on a show called Louder with Crowder. Obviously, okay. it's his show. Um, he actually has a really good video about uh, infiltrating Antifa. That is actually very good. Uh, I recommend hmm. anyone who doesn't know or believe in Antifa to watch it just just because of that. But before that, he was insulting a guy on Vox. Like, he used to break down Vox videos and just show where they're they're wrong or or where they mislead you know like oh yeah well their comment is kind of like it's half truths and they're like we'll, we'll tell you the whole, whole truth but uh, I, I don't know about that because tim pool tries to do that and he just pauses a video and then he makes up the last half if you watch the real video it's usually different than he's saying he's really twisting it and i'm just like no man you got to play the whole video if you're gonna fucking do that uh, with, with tim pool I, I feel like he's fairly he, I feel like he's more honest, but we can agree. I mean, I've seen him lie in every video I've seen, so I don't know about that. Like I said, we can watch it. We can watch a I'll video. You. Yeah. you can point it out to me. We, we can discuss it. Like, show me where I'm missing this because I don't, I don't see it personally. But yeah, I, I mean, show him where what, I'm missing What his biggest shtick is, like, that, that drives me crazy is, like, think hold about on, it. his on. entire before, thing. Before we get into him, because okay. he's not that big of a deal. He's not that big of a deal. But – no. With Crowder, you know, he's got like 4 million, 5 million followers, and he was talking about this guy on Vox, and he kept calling him a Sprite and, uh, okay. you know, other, other homo- homophobic names. Okay. 
and he wound up getting demonetized from YouTube because of it. And I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But YouTube told him he didn't break any laws. He didn't break any okay. of their rules. Here's the thing. And I, was like, Wait I, a minute. I need like, to see. If you didn't break any of the rules, then why are you getting demonetized? Obviously, that's why you're getting demonetized. Personally, if you don't know the guy, you can't talk about something. If you don't know someone, don't talk about them like that. Like you and I, you want to tell me something, that's fine. We've known each other for a long enough time. Uh, yeah, you don't call a stranger whatever that is. But, 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 but right. the point is, I need to, you know, everyone says this about this guy, but I never saw the agreement he signed with you two. If they gave him right to demonetize him at, their, at his will, that's their business plan, and that's just his fault. Oh, oh, I mean, that's... It sucks any, to be him. He shouldn't have signed a dumb contract, you know? Well, no, no, no. I mean, he signed up in, like, maybe 2008. They, no, but I, I didn't read the fine print when he did, so I don't know. No, no, no. It, it was a California contract. They're, they're California-based, so it's a, it's a uh, right-to-work state, so you can fire anyone for no reason. Uh, right, but it's also, it's not actually, you're not actually employed by them unless you sign a contract to create true. a YouTube channel for them. True. But, but that's, the, that's the thing. It's like, if you don't break any of their rules, why can't you earn money from them, though? Oh, it's totally unfair, but that like is unfair said, it's their business. They could just take it away if they want. If he signed a contract saying they could just take it away if they want. Uh, uh, I mean, then he's doing whatever with the lawyer thing. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. I also, I also thought he was wrong, and he should be demonetized because of the yeah, things I, he was saying. That's how I felt. If, if they, here's how I feel. At some point, there was an agreement signed or like, you know, even if it's a check, I agree to terms on their website at the very least. Cause I don't know if this guy had a YouTube contract because some people get contracts with YouTube to create a, content. There was a contract because he got signed way, right. way early, early on. Right. So he might've had a contract to create for YouTube and they, I don't know what the contract said. If the contract says they can fire him at will and he signed it, uh, or they could demonetize him at will and he signed it, or they can reduce his income at will and he signed it, whatever it is then they're not at fault. However, if they had one where they couldn't do that and they did it anyway and then said he did nothing wrong, but they don't care, then they're at fault. You know what I mean? But well, until I see the contract, I don't know who this to thing, Like, if you can, if you, I guess that's uh, like, if you want to put yourself in someone else's shoes, right? If someone tells you, you did nothing wrong, Oh, cool. But we're not paying you anymore. But I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, but I can do whatever I want. The only like, time I ever got the only time I ever got fired, that's what happened. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. Like it you, sucked. It's like, oh, okay. Um, and then you gotta go back to yourself. It's like that. That's where like the whole right to work state, like, is which is weird because California, New York, they're very union oriented, but they're also both right to work states. So you can get fired for anything you. I mean, you don't, they don't need a reason to fire you. They don't well, need a reason to not pay you. But right. if, he's, if he's still submitting stuff to the, the YouTube, and YouTube is still getting 4 million plus hits a day because of him, and they had a contract where, hey, if you bring in this much money people, and then they, they cancel it and like that, I personally have a problem with it. Because I mean, here's the thing, even if, even if they, um, say, even say Crowder broke the contract and they didn't or vice versa, the fact that they're still taking money off of him, taking money from something that they used to take money from, but not giving him a cut is unfair. Whether either one broke the contract, I guess. 
Because if they broke the contract, they should end the relationship. They should be like, forget right. it. They, like, they should just be like, hey, then uh, no more views. Like, then you can't be watched on YouTube anymore. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? Like, they should just try to... I mean, it's... I, I guarantee because they're owned by Google, they have the fucking most airtight contract to take every penny out of everyone they could find. Well, I have no idea. What's not that? YouTube was was uh, hiring people. They were giving people money so that because like before YouTube was big, they were yeah. giving people that had like minor audience right, sure. contracts. And they were bringing them in and be like, hey, you can't post this anywhere else. You've got to do it specifically through us, like uh, Vimeo. You can't do mm -hmm. it through them. You've got to do it through us. Everything's through us. And then when everything's built through them, to go, ah, we're going to not give you any more money. So let me ask you this. He, gives them, huh? he, still, he gives them new videos still for free? Yes, I still watch some of his videos. No, but he puts his new videos up there still. He still has videos, not all of them. But, Whereas, no, but what I'm saying, they're not old, they're new. Yes. Okay. Because it, it, is, a, it is a good promotional tool. Yeah. That's why we put our stuff up there. Mm -hmm. Not lie. We don't monetize our stuff. Yeah. Right. We just put great it if we Great if we could. Well, it would be great if we got money from it. I don't think sure. we will just yet. We're sure. working on it. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a long way. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm just happy that I'm <laughs> usually three of my best friends. Uh, at least once a week just to make sure everyone's cool and everything's going all right. Marcus yeah, Cash I, and I have been playing some video games on Sundays, uh, which maybe we'll start streaming just to, just if other people watch us. They're like, hey, how bad are you at video games? I am if bad. If you're creating content, who knows, right? Hey, you know, like, there's so much stuff. Video games, this, um, watching movies. Dude, I'm I'm so into bad eighties movies right now. I want to bring back the real movie busters, just so we can just do like watch um, movies on Facebook and just just talk to people about these yeah bad movies. Do you have you watched the? Well, you don't have Shutter, um, but he used to have a show on cable or last the last driving with Joe Bob Briggs. Um, that's what it is. He plays a really old shitty horror movie, and he'll he'll usually talk about it. Like, Sometimes I'll have a guest to get Chris Jericho on. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Chris Jericho, this movie's so bad. Uh, Blood Sucking Freaks is like, it's the worst. It's just gross. It's not even interesting plot. It's so bad. Have you seen it? It's garbage. No, no. Probably the worst. Chris Jericho might be my favorite wrestler of all time. I own all of his books. Um, his, so do you know the story? Huh? Do you know the story about the, the movie? No, but I, I, I know... He's had Eli Roth, who I don't care for Eli Roth movies at all. But if there, Eli Roth has a movie in the theater or I can buy, I will give him money because I like Eli Roth as a person. I love listening to him talk about movies. His knowledge of movies is so sure. good. It is so good. If you get a chance to listen to Eli Roth talk movies, do it. Yeah, he, he knows about movies. Um but anyway, so the show, last year on Joe Bob Briggs, he plays an old, usually 70s or 80s horror movie that's crappy, and he'll talk like there's commercial breaks, like back in the day. It'll cut to him, and then they'll go back to the movie. Anyway, um, but he was on, he used to be on cable, and he would present movies like this. But he has Chris Jericho on because when Chris Jericho was in high school, they lived, he lived in a small town, I want to say Winnipeg, right? Which is a city, but small. 
it's the Canadian version of Buffalo. Uh, it's I'd say it's probably smaller than Buffalo. Uh, I've been I've been the both. I know, but but isn't Winnipeg smaller? I bet if you look it up, it's 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 small. <laughs> I mean, population wise, population wise of the region, not of the actual city. But anyway, um, you know, so you grew up in the eighties, seventies or eighties there, seventies and eighties. Yeah. He's that that old. But in the eighties, he was in high school, and the um, they had a club called the Bad Movie Club. Him, they made a club, and actually in their school, they would find a movie from like the local like convenience stores would rent movies. Remember, everybody used to rent movies. You know, you could rent movies anywhere back when, in the 80s. Um, and they would find a movie, usually a cheesy horror movie, um, and they, um, they would watch it on their own, and then they'd present it to the club after school. And he, he found this movie, Bloodsucking Freaks, which is, is such garbage. But I think Lloyd Kaufman and Troma distributed it, but then also, like, kind of backed away from it. <laughs> So gross. <laughs> so anyway, I think he saw the trauma name on it and was like, "Oh, this will be the kind of movie we want." And he watched it and was like, "Oh my god!" And then, and then presented the it. To a lot of movies. I yeah, think I mean, the rights to the first uh, movie uh, Al Pacino was ever in, or maybe Robert De Niro. Oh yeah, yeah. Lloyd Hoffman's amazing. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I like that guy. He talks a lot, um, but he's funny. His stories are interesting. He's like an old man. Um, his. Uh, his, his roommate used to be, he told me this, um, his roommate was um, Oliver Stone. There in college. I know he went to college with Oliver Stone and George W. Bush. They both went, yeah. they, they all went to Yale together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's funny because it's just like, first of all, I'm like, Oliver Stone is as old as you, Lloyd? You're as old as dirt, you know? He just must have looked like an old man younger, you know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> One went through Vietnam and the other did it. But yeah, right. the other one who did it still looks older as fuck. Yeah. It might be the cocaine at Oliver Stone's just still in there. I don't know. No, Tokenish should look a lot older. Oh, well, I don't know. Then I don't know what's going on with Oliver Stone. Maybe he got some alien DNA or some demon penis. Maybe it's demon. Uh, he's, uh, his, his Baby four skins. Cream. I highly recommend listening to him. Did you listen to his on uh, him and uh, Joe Rogan talk? No, I don't, I don't listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. I don't listen... I, I don't like listening to like these long podcasts about serious topics, believe it or not. I want my serious topics to be short and sweet, and I like my I long podcasts like, to be funny. I feel like you would like, one, I, I mean, as a, as a person who's inter, interested in making movies and movies, listening to Oliver Stone talk about movies. Oh, sure, sure. It, it is, you, you learn, you learn. You know, sure, of course. That good, that, that good talk movies you will learn yeah, you of course so like, that's why i think you should listen one definitely listen to it because yeah, i mean i don't dis i don't dislike joe rogan i just oh you know, no. puts out a podcast like puts out co- podcast constantly and they're like three hours long. i just have that kind of time <laughs> no i mean like you you gotta like if you drive or like you have an hour commute to somewhere you throw on his podcast you listen an hour you know there maybe you listen to the other another hour back and if you feel like still listening you might finish up the other hour. I've got so many hours of, you know, when I worked in that show masters in the museum, I had to um, listen to podcasts to find ideas and research for stories. I had to read constantly nonfiction stuff and constantly digging. So I'm like behind on podcasts. I already listened to by like two years. Yeah. I might give it a chance sometime if it's somebody I really want to hear talk, but usually I'll I'll stick to just comedy stuff. 
he's he's had a lot of people on there recently, and I'm just like, eh, eh. But I, I, you know, Rob Zombie was on there. I listened to him talk. And obviously, I'm not going to pass off Oliver Stone. I, I don't know another interview with Oliver Stone in the past 10 years, maybe 20 years. I can't, I can't think of another Oliver Stone interview. I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, when was the last time he made a movie out? Right. And, but, like, when was the last time he made a movie that was bad? Like, his, his knowledge on, on stuff and... Oh, W. W is his last movie, which was... In 2008. That was good. That was he good. hasn't had a movie in 12 years. No wonder no one's interviewing him. He's got, what, what are they asking? What was the last time he was interviewed, though? You know, like, oh, I, no, I, I can't think of like people talking to Oliver Stone about anything. I've seen him interviewed before and him wearing like a bandana and stuff. Yeah. Um, but when you got, when you, it's, it's fun because when you're able to sit down with someone for two hours, you yeah. can actually learn a lot more than. Maybe oh, a, they a interviewed him in uh, 2017 about intermu- interviewing Vladimir Putin. Putin. Huh. A lot of people interviewed him back then because he probably because he interviewed Putin. That makes sense. Yeah, he's good. Uh, I would, you if obviously if you're uh, if you don't mind Joe Rogan, like I'd recommend listening to Rob Zombie and and uh, Oliver Stone. As far as podcasts and movies go, if you listen to Jericho's podcast and Eli Roth, Eli Roth is on there a lot. Amazing. We should stop telling people to listen to other people's podcasts on our podcast. I don't mind. I don't mind. <laughs> uh, you love it. I'm, I'm, I'm really fine. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like those guys better than these people. Well, here's the thing. If someone listens Everyone likes Chris Jericho, Jericho. If someone listens to their podcast and goes, oh, shit, you know, Sean and Nick are right, they'll listen to us more. Well, I mean, what they really should listen to is those episodes of the Jericho podcast we were on and the Rogan podcast we were on. So they should dig those up and find them. Because then they'd know more about our show and it would bring us, bring them, it would refer them back to our show. Yeah, unfortunately, we're not on their podcast. What? Yes, we are. You won't know. You won't know. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to tell them to listen to every one of their podcasts to find it. Forget it. No, we're not on there. No, we're not. Yeah, if, you've listened to, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, which is fucking three and a half hours or something, like, yeah, yeah then, three and a half then right now. you're already you're already a saint. You don't have time to listen to Joe Rogan's podcast. No, you do. You have to we made, Sean, if you don't cut this down, I'm going to be a total hypocrite saying Joe Rogan's podcast are three hours and I don't have time for him. Look at this. Well, the crazy thing is, is the guy's got 10 million followers. So three, three hours is not long enough. Like, people either want it really fast or really slow. Like, there's no in between. No, you know what? Um, uh, there were three com- comedians who had a 10-minute podcast I used to listen to. Um, and uh, one of them was Brian Callen from uh, Goldberg's that we were talking about the other day. I was just like, when you guys were saying his name, I'm just like, who are you talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah one, amazing. The other two what, guys were comedians. There was three comedians. Rush Hour movies? Was he what? not the best part of the Rush Hour movies? I saw the first one, and I hate, the night it came out, and I hated it. So okay. I never rewatched him. My dad's a huge Jackie Chan fan. By the way, talking about talking talking you know, talking about conspiracy theories and like pizza and hot dog codes, like Chris Tucker actually tra- traveled around with Epstein and, and yeah. you know, right? He's probably a pedophile. He could be. The thing is the thing is this, right? Now. Or at least he's cool with it. I, I, the thing is you don't know because look, I was on a plane with, with uh what's his name? General Flynn. I'm not a fucking, I'm not involved with him. I'm just on the same plane. I know it's a private plane, but you know, if this rich guy 
It's like, like oh, I do here. Florida Florida Florida. to a certain island is, is probably different. It's, was, different. It's, it's different, but let me say this. Like, look, I, was, I was on a plane with a pedophile. I know look. that for a fact. Uh, he sat next to me. We actually vacationed together. What? I mean, what the fuck are you talking about? No, uh, you, I didn't tell you that story? I don't think so. This is new to me. So me and I was dating a girl named Christina and her friend Steve. Uh, Stevie G, we called him. Uh, I didn't know him at all, but we were meeting Christina's best friend who lived in Maine, down in Florida, for her family had like a condo. And like the four of us, you know, it was basically a free place to stay and then we could just do whatever we wanted in Florida. So it was yeah, pretty sure. cool. So Steve joined us. I never met him. I met him once and he didn't believe me that I was her boyfriend. So it was like a really weird, like, but then we sat down and I was like, yeah, that's Pirates Hat. Because he had a Pittsburgh Pirates Hat. He goes, yeah, it's my favorite team. I was like, dude, it's my favorite baseball team too. And he's like, yeah, me and my dad go to a game at least once a year. You know, he was talking about how like him and his dad were like this. Um, and me and him became best friends. We hit it off easily really good. So much that, like, me and when me and Christina broke up, like, if I saw Steve around, I'd be like, hey, man, how you doing? How you been? Blah, blah, blah. Two years ago, he got caught as far as child pedophilia. He was posing as a girl on Instagram, getting nudes from 13-year-old boys. He was also a teacher or a substitute teacher slash basketball coach at JFK High School in Chittawaga. He went to high school with almost all the people I play fantasy football with. None of us knew he was a fucking pedophile. No one had any idea. This guy, someone was like, hey, man, what do you think of this guy? I've been like, he's a solid guy. Trust me. I know people. I don't know people. I was 100% wrong. So I understand if you jump on a plane with someone and fly around, you don't know who they really are. I completely understand that. I mean, the, the, the fact that saying someone on the same plane is guilty I don't necessarily believe that's true, but like this it guy makes would, me suspicious. You I know what I mean? I would call this guy my friend. Right. Until I'm like, he's a fucking pedophile? But, but, but I'm suspicious, you know? And, well, you but I'm suspicious about that because there was like the Swedish couple. No, no, I, I'm talking about the other. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the other situation. Oh, right. But like there was literally, we were in the pool and like they were changing their kids. Like their kids were changing out. They're out like, but they're like, the kids were naked. And they weren't, like, blocking them with towels or whatever. And me and him, we thought we were whispering to each other, but it was over water. So it just carried over everything. And, like, Christina and her friend were like, hey, assholes, we can fucking hear you. Because we were like, dude, why would you fucking do this shit in front of everyone? Why are you getting your kid naked in front of everyone? This is fucking weird. Meanwhile, under the water, he had a boner. Right, under the water, he's overgrown. Like, well, no, it was, it was a, I think it was a girl, so he was probably fine. He was into boys. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So in your in your pizza your pizza hot dog codes, what does it say about the fourteen? You know, you know why Epstein went to jail, right? Which time? Nobody nobody knows. What? Which time he went? He uh, like back in like early on, where when he, he was convicted in Florida and he got an illegal p- plea deal. Oh, uh, that time. Um, yeah, no. no see, 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 people don't know about people do. talk about pizza codes and going to a pizzeria. He was convicted of taking a girl from Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate and making her his sex slave at 14. Trump employed these 14-year-old girls at the spa of Mar-a-Lago where Epstein was a member and they became his sex slaves. And that's what he went to jail for. 
And then he got a plea deal in Florida that was illegal because you have to get permission that you're letting him off the hook from the victims in Florida. And they let him off. The person who made that plea deal was given a job as labor secretary in Trump's White House. So like, that's a little bit more telling to me than like an email that, that someone says one guy used to order pizza. <laughs> Here's the thing, like, I, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with believing that both are involved. They could all be involved. I'm just saying, I, before, before I'm accusing anyone, I want, I want more proof. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people just are like, oh, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, he died. Good for him. It's like, no, no. He has right. so much information on well, people that we vote for, that choose the, our laws, that the run thing this is, country. What's weird about that guy's death is, right, almost everyone thinks, look, I, I think it's possible it's very unlikely, but it's possibly committed suicide. But it's very unlikely. Right. The camera also went off. Come on. No, Why did the camera go off? Prove that either he committed suicide. Right. Or, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, he comes out, or that he was murdered. He was murdered. Whatever. Whatever it is, yeah. the fact the fact that he died without being able to spill more beans, uh, no one is happy about. Do you know what I mean? Uh, no. The, because. Because, because uh, people who don't like Trump are like, he had more to say about what Trump's involvement was. I mean, Trump, was, he was convicted of trafficking 14-year-old girls who were employees of Trump into sex slavery. That's what he went to jail for. That's proven by law, you know? And then it's like, and then that guy got a job in Trump's White House. And when it came out, Trump, you know, let him go. Uh, had to let him go to save face. But so then, you know, and said, oh, I didn't know about it. Um, but like to me, that's it's crazy. That's not a new story. But anyway, but then the other side is like, yeah, but Clinton's on those fl flight logs, and like you know he's a Democratic, and you know it's like, um, nobody wanted that guy entirely, <laughs> except for no, people who had, no, except for people sides, who had something to hide. Both sides were like, we fucking got you, and there's a high possibility that both sides were correct. Like they were might both be going down for sure. this. And we're kind of just stuck, right. unfortunately. But now we got Maxwell, and hopefully, she. The, the 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 crazy thing to me is that Epstein was murdered without like a failsafe button. I watched enough movies where it's like, if I die, I'm gonna release on the internet all the sex tapes of all the powerful people in the world doing. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's a movie. That's a movie trope that you could press a button and do that, though, because no, no, it's not press a trump, like a button, but it's like you know, like say you you <laughs> he would need to have put in, you know, because he he was in prison, right? So he'd have to put in a sit. You gotta, I mean, you gotta know that that's a possibility, right? You gotta know that these people, you have leverage on all these people. Yeah, but he's like, got leverage on someone. If you have leverage on someone, if you get killed. Like, what's 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 the, then if the leverage means nothing if you don't have a failsafe to go. Right. Oh, if you if I die, you're all going down. Like I'm he, taking everyone he, with me. He would need a partner to on the outside because what's he doing in prison? He can't do shit. Well, before that, before you go to prison, you oh. got videotapes of people doing this. Maxwell well, apparently has videotapes of a lot of powerful politicians doing this. So I mean that I mean that's alleged. We don't know that she does or doesn't. Right, but it's like, why wouldn't you? Do you really trust all these oh, politicians? Oh, first of all, first of all, think about this, right? If they had they had these giant mansions, 
there's probably a surveillance camera, right? Right. And if this is going down there, there's probably footage of some of it at least. At least, at least incriminating enough to be like those two went into it. That grown man went into a closed uh, bedroom with that right. underage girl for three hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if you don't see the actual act, there's there's something I'm sure. I mean, there was, um, you know, there's, uh, what was it? In, in 2016, ABC almost broke the story about Epstein and uh, a woman that was claiming to do it, and they 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 held on to it because uh, Bill Clinton was involved, and it was during the 2016 election. I, I've they, heard this. I've heard this, but I've also looked up that she was basically not very credible they found i mean what's what i feel like isn't everyone that says this not credible because the majority of the people that they are well that's why news outlets like like if you're gonna say if you're gonna say something defamatory about someone on your show on your on your news station you're you have more at risk than these shitty websites and you know twitter like you get blocked not, on twitter not, not, not anymore what do you mean, not anymore? Well, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, obviously, go back to Tulsi Gabbard. Like, they had no problem saying, oh, well, Hillary Clinton said this. You know? So, now they don't, they're not connected to the, the inflammatory remarks, whether they're true or not. It's because someone else said it. Oh, we have this interview with someone, and this is what she has to say. There's nothing wrong with saying, like, unless they're like, hey, this person did it because this person said it. If they go, this is what they, you know, and then they can have the person go, please, you know, like, uh, tell your side of the story. And uh, whether they do or not, that's up to them, right? Right. But the thing is this, they, in their video, because I, I, look, I worked there and, I, and legal had to make sure I didn't say anything bad, like at all. Like, it was like, you cannot, we cannot say anything bad in an interview about someone. We have to have facts, you know? So, um, like, one guy, I'll give you an example. Like, one guy had, like, uh, a swastika tattoo, and, and some other guy commented, like, well, there you go. And he's like, we can't say that. It's yeah, like, that's, you can't defame def his character. If you have a big enough name, if you're a big enough name and... and uh... Right. The, the situation yeah. is you have, they still, they still abide by the rules where if you, if you accuse someone, you have to put, give them a chance. So they could, or you have to have multiple people back the story up. This is just one person backing it up. They can't corroborate it with anyone else. They can't defend themselves. That's why they chose not to air it. It's what I read. And, and I've seen that work there. Like they, they, you know, it's not just an opinion piece when you're actually accusing someone of something. Well, I mean, the, but that's the thing, like with one, with say Trump, you know, the Russia did. You know, like, unfortunately, like, there wasn't enough proof. So how are all these people being able to say there's proof when there was no proof? I mean, I heard Gabbard, the proof. Like when, <laughs> when, the, when, when Hillary Clinton says she's a Russian asset and other, you know, it, was, it wasn't Fox News because Tulsi went on Fox News and was able to talk a lot, which is why everyone was like, oh, she's Republican. She's just trying to take votes away from the you know, Democrats. She's going to run as an independent you know, and, 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 and help Trump. That was the whole thing. But it's like, no, no, you had that, you said she was a Russian. Where's your facts? Oh, we don't have facts. We just, we're just stating what someone else said. So, you, you know, you play, when people play both sides of the ball, like we're, we're a trustworthy station, 
we do this, uh, what about that? You know, what about with the whole trust, you know, Tulsi and Russian? Well, I'm going to look it up right now to see. Um, ABC News ABC News broadcast Gabbard defending herself against the accusations. Uh, she went on The View, who called her a useless idiot and a Russian uh, an Assad apologist. Well, I'm reading it right now. Manchester, New Hampshire. The Hawaii Congresswoman fought back unsparingly after Clinton appeared to have called her the favorite of Russians in a recent interview and said she believes the Russians have got their eye on somebody who's currently in the Democratic Party and grooming her to be a third-party candidate. Clinton, the former U.S. Secretary of State and 2016 Democratic presidential candidate, did not name Gabbard directly. In a series of tweets Friday, Gabbard called Clinton the personification of the rot that has sickened the Democratic Party for so long. Gabbard also alleged there's been a concerted campaign to destroy her reputation since she announced her presidential run in January. It's now clear this primary is between you and me, Gabbard tweeted about Clinton. Don't cowardly hide behind your proxies. There's a lingering trepidation of the Democratic Party to repeat blah, 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 blah. But, you know, they're, they're reporting, oh, here, she's a favorite of the Russians, Clinton said. Uh, Clinton also said, Vlad, Clinton called Trump Vladimir Putin's dream. She wanted to say that Trump's inauguration speech was like declaration of whatever. Um, So anyway, uh, I guess I guess it doesn't look like Gabbard said it in this article at this point uh, that she wasn't a Russian operative. But she, you know, when you get a crazy was, accusation, sometimes it's best not to deny it. It's just like fuck you. Well, that was, that, was, that was the whole thing. They, they, the especially on the View, uh, they were like, "Well, we never heard her say she isn't." Okay, so again, that's it's one of those opinion shows too. You know, like this is a, a major in the national national guard. Like she's part of the army. She's a sitting congresswoman. To say that she's a Russian asset, you would think that means a lot more than just, oh, well, you know, it's politics. Um, I mean, there, there's all these articles on ABC in which um, when Gabbard sued Hillary Clinton for defamation for saying that. Yeah, like no one, but no one's ever said she isn't, right? I mean, someone, she, only she can say she isn't. They can't no, but say ABC she isn't. Never said she isn't. What? ABC never said she wasn't. And they never were held liable to say she wasn't. They so never said she was either, though. Person, a kindest person and a major in the fucking National Guard, that they're a Russian spy and a traitor, you would think that you would need more than just, I don't know. They, they like, didn't. You should be able to, def- like, that's a lie. If it's not a it lie, was, you have to prove that you're telling the truth, right? No, see, what they're reporting is someone accusing her of it. Okay. They're not saying she is. They're not saying by for a fact that she is. In these articles, at least. So what's the, what's the difference of this other girl accusing Bill Clinton of being a rapist? Well, because from what I understand, that was a sit-down interview with ABC, not a reporting of a situation of a public speech. What's the difference? Uh, they have different standards of practice. I don't know. I don't have an answer. For I mean, like, I'm seriously, like, what's the difference? If 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 ABC could tell someone that uh, a sitting congresswoman is a Russian asset. Um, but, but, but what you're seeing is they, they didn't tell they didn't tell her because I think it comes down to this: when someone is accused in your interview, um, you have it's your responsibility as a journalist to be like, really, because that's why people when Trump on Fox News even like like it, they support him usually, but when yeah. he says something like they said something crazy about he said something crazy about someone recently, and they're like, Mr. President, that's not true, like you know what I mean, like. Yeah. You're, if it's a sit-down interview and they're calling out something unfactual, you can, you can rebut and say, hold on now. Are you sure? 
can you provide me a source to this? You know, but when it's a report of a public speech, if the person is the source. If the person yes, but in your situation, in your sit-down interview for your network. Now, if you're reporting from a speech that happened, that's a public event, and it's not you have no control over it. It's not a back and forth between your journalist interviewing someone to get to the bottom of the story. I think that's the difference. At least that's what it seemed to be to me because ours was a sit-down interview. It comes off as bullshit is what it comes off as. It's like, yeah. oh, no, no, we didn't say it. Someone else did, so we're not liable. But we'll continue to reiterate what she said. I mean, for, I'm seeing more, more things where they're saying they're basically that, that she's rebutting over it than saying that it's true on ABC, at least. I can't look at every news source. No, um, but ABC's never yet said, uh, no, she's not. Until, like, they, they didn't get off rest until she supported Biden. Right, but that's, that's, that's what you have to remember, though. They don't have to say that because they never said she was. Yeah, they did. When? When on The View. I know The View. But oh, that's, opinion that's opinion. Piece, right? An opinion piece? The same that's people could have easily have had this girl who, who, who was on the fucking pedophile island tell her story uh, as an opinion piece. There was, especially immediately after Hillary Clinton lost the election. Once she lost the election, it's like, why are you holding on like, to the story? I don't, I don't have a legal degree. I'm just telling you the difference is when they don't actually, like, I'd, I'd have to see, what did they say on The View, actually? I'd have to see the exact words. Uh, you, Joy, you can word, you can word things. A idiot and a Russian spy and an Assad apologist. Wait, what? Say that again? She was a useless idiot, a Russian spy, and an Assad apologist. All right, I'm going to look it up. The View calls... Tulsi useless idiot Russian apologist. No, no, Russian spy, uh, Assad apologist. Well, it should, it should all come up. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard's, so Joy, Joy Behar said it. Yeah, whatever. Right. I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh, yeah, she, she called her out. She said it. Uh, she's friends with Clinton. Just Clinton said it. Now, sure, here's, sure, sure. Huh? Sure. Yeah, but here's the thing that's crazy. Hillary Clinton said, I didn't mean Russian, I meant Republican. Hillary Clinton said that after she called her a Russian spy. ABC still ran with that she was a Russian asset. I mean, never said, ah, you know, she made a mistake. Look, look, you're you're really crossing wires here because, all right, you got to show me the exact words because saying ABC says is not a person, like that's, we're talking about hundreds of thousands of people didn't all get together and say it. So if, if you're allowed to say something on ABC, the view, uh, the view run by mm-hmm. ABC, especially because they have two shows, there's the view and then there's the, the view political. They have a political okay. They're talking about politics to, to the suburb, you know, the sub basically suburban moms. Now they're talking like they, that's supposed to be factual. If they say that this person's a Russian asset, but quoting someone even and then don't correct themselves after the person wait a minute now you're given false information wait a minute wait 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 tulsi gabbard was on the show when shoy behar said this stuff uh no she went on the show though and called her out it was amazing because that's what i love that's what i love about tulsi gabbard she went on the show sat down next to joy and was like hey i have some facts to fucking correct for you sean that's the exact thing you're accusing them of not doing no 
that you literally ha- the, the old fact was someone says something about you you have a week to bring them on the show to to as a rebuttal was and it, they brought her on was it a week i don't know how long it was but that's also an old law that the reagan administration got rid of but the fact is they brought her on they to get don't to, need to bring someone on they don't need a rebuttal not anymore but watch what well, they watch, did watch 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 the videos and then just let me know what you think because they were like, oh, I didn't say that. Oh, that's a Russian term. That's a Russian term. Joy Bayer was a fucking bitch. Okay. Listen, was, I'm not getting it. I don't know anything about Joy Bayer or whatever. But listen, this is what I'm reading right here, right? They brought Tulsi Gabbard on and they played the clip of Clinton saying this about her. And then Gabbard says, this is a direct quote, really? This is offensive and outrageous on so many levels. And then she went on to then it says she went on to cite her post 9-11 military experience, but like she, they aired it this. Right. She denied, she, they gave her a chance and she came, she, that's, a, you're accusing them of something they actually did, of not no, doing something I'm, they did. I'm accusing them of one, when Hillary Clinton, about a week later, Hillary Clinton said, I didn't mean Russian, I meant Republican. Okay. Instead of saying we were wrong, this is what she meant, and then bring her on to defend that, they continued with the propaganda that she's a Russian asset and an Assad apologist to basically... So what you're telling me, hold on, your, the timeline is real screwed up here. So first of all, you're saying they broadcast that Hillary Clinton said that she was these things, right? And then they brought her on The View and Joy... And, and before, before they brought her, I mean, they brought her on The View to, to, to protest maybe a month after they made these comments. Okay, so Hillary Clinton made the comments. Yes. Then Joy Behar, what, and when did Joy Behar make the comments? She, made, she, she reiterated those same things um, not too long after. And then about okay. a month after that, then they brought Tulsi Gabbard on to defend herself. But that was okay. a month later. Yeah, but I think you have a week to reach out. I don't think you have a, a, month to, a week to air it. I think you have a, re- a week to reach out. Is the, also, again, the old law. But... They try to go by the old standards and give people a fair shake because that's what these, all these old broadcast companies do. But, but um, yet you've never seen them say they never cover up for the fact that when Hillary said she said Russian, she meant Republican, they never said, oh, we want to correct it. It's this. Are you talking about the view? Yes. Because every show and every news, you keep saying ABC, but every, every show on ABC is a different group of people make it and it, it, it airs at different times and different it's not all one it's not it's not like one head like fox news has like just a handful of people at the top you know they're the, fox the, news the, i mean the, the the view is you know especially when they, they have their political show yeah are over here slandering someone who is mm-hmm. a, a military at I agree. It sounds like that she was slandered by, by Joy Behar, is what you're telling me. Um, but then they brought her on the show, and then she denied it. And that's exactly what you should do. Yeah. So it, they don't have to then issue an apology. And if they do, it's on Joy Behar, not on the show. Well, they, well no, no. If you're on the show, it's part of the show. That, that's what yes. it is. Yes. You know, Joy Behar has been on that show longer than Whoopi Goldberg. So if she makes a comment... And it's part of that view. And the view it reaches X amount of women suburban voters. Yes. In certain states. But if you don't reach out because you don't have to, like you're saying, 
they don't have to for an extended amount of time, already certain places vote. And now the voting goes down because of these false accusations. And the media can make false accusations without repercussions right now. There, 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 are, there are always repercussions if people take uh, legal action. Um, but, you know, from what I understand, The View is a political show, not a factual news show. It's a political opinion show, no? I don't understand the difference anymore. That's the thing, is these companies are fucking blending. blending. the difference anymore with MSNBC, CNN, Fox News. The majority of the people that watch it, or they always watch the opinion pieces where they- Because they're more popular. That's why why Fox News makes millions more and has way more uh, uh, viewers than any of the others. They're the richest one. They're the only conservative side. So if you think like a third of the country is conservative and a third is liberal and a third don't give a shit, right? You know, but, what, but here's but, has to deal deal with MSNBC, CNN, and right. But this is how this is this would be how capitalism works. A second company that's conservative should move in and start taking a piece of that market. So if anything, CNN or MSNBC or whatever would become more conservative to get more money. The rumor was instead of sharing it. The rumor was is Trump had zero interest in winning the election. He just wanted a lot of airtime to start another conservative network, news network, but then he wound up winning the fucking presidency. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's absolutely. Heard, and Look, I completely think that's true because of the way he just. No, no, he was, no, there's proof that he was looking into starting his own network. All right, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I don't think he wanted to be president. I just think he wanted to get as much airtime as he could to push a new network, and then he wound up winning the presidency. Yeah. I mean, so here's, here's the thing. Some shows are political opinion and some are news. If they don't say it's the news, like for example, this show is called The View and it voices the, the views of this group of women. Uh, that one's a little more obvious that it's not news because um, it's a bunch of fucking not news people sitting around talking about stupid shit <laughs> and it's called The View. But yeah. you know, there's shows called, I don't know, Viewpoint, I don't know, what, what's uh. I mean, I don't watch these shows because I don't give a shit about anybody's opinion. Right. The, only reason why, the only reason why I watched it is because I wanted to hear Tulsi Gabbard talk. Right. So the, the thing, from what I'm finding is, and I don't, you know, I, I haven't seen all these clips because I don't watch The View, but what I'm finding is there are tons of ABC uh, news articles saying that, you know, reporting that she went on and defended herself and that these, these remarks are ridiculous and offensive and you know, uh, and that's ABC News putting out there, you know. That, the, view, the View might not have apologized, but again, The View isn't news. Right, but that's, that's like, that's like. It's uh, definitely blurring the lines. It's like Fox News, it's like, uh, I'll go with, uh, say, Tucker Carlson. Mm-hmm. He makes a false accusation about a prominent uh, DNC, per, or Republican, we'll say Republican, because. Okay. And a month later, that Republican's able to come on and defend himself. Mm-hmm. In a month, who gives a fuck anymore? Especially oh, nobody gives a fuck. Convention. Nobody gives a fuck. Why, why don't I look up the old law for you? Because I don't remember exactly. I know there's something to do with the week. Um, fuck. Yeah, I, I, I sent it to you. I remember they used to have to have it. Like, if you make a, a, an inflammatory comment about someone, there was like, so you had seven days to, like, you couldn't make it without having them rebut with seven days. 
and then that, that's true. I'm not going to tell you who I learned that from. Probably for me because I sent you guys the article months ago. I know no. you never read it. <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't read articles. I listen to people read me articles while I drink coffee and stare at the fucking sunrise. I try to I can't, my I can't. I can't wait three hours for them to get to the point. I just like I, I read quicker. Anyway, uh, I'm, well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a slow reader. I've always been, but I blame uh, I blame shitty teachers. What <laughs> <laughs> say? They never read what I wanted to read. They're like, hey, read this book. It's like, why? I like wrestling, sports. I'll read an autobiography. I remember, I remember a lot of elementary school, I was, we were allowed to read whatever we wanted. But in high school, it was like, you read this. Uh, elementary school, I remember the, girl, the woman, I forget her name. She was older. She had fake plants, and she accidentally kept watering them every day. I don't remember uh, that. But she gave me, it was like a wolf and something. And like, I wound up just faking it. And she's like, did you, Sean, did you read it? I was like, no. Uh, she's like, why I not? That. I don't care. Like any book, because well, I mean, like, granted, back in the day, there was no wrestler autobiographies, which is what I really got into. There was. I mean, in elementary school, that's how I learned that, that Mikey Wayne Gretzky story. I read Wayne no, no, Gretzky's. Wrestler. Wrestler. Oh, wrestler? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> it, it, it really wasn't until just after high school, like, or just before, I, like, wrestlers started writing autobiographies, and I was, I, was, I was flying through them, like, this is amazing. This is what I Why aren't all books like this? No, I, I, I truly just, a lot of books I don't care about, unfortunately. I, I always wanted to be a reader because they always wrote better. Their vocabulary was better. They always seemed like the smartest kids in Queen of Heaven. I just couldn't get, like, wrap my head around, like, just sitting down and reading a book that I, with, like, small print. It's like, uh Maybe a, a, a choose-your-own-adventure book. I, I'd get into that, but I always I love those. Uh, but, you know, um, I don't know. I think I think reading is more. You got to find what you like. And look, if if some people, it's real. It's real hard because you have a lot of distractions and stuff too, right? But when I was a kid, like I I could sit in a room and read and be entertained by the, a good book for a long time. Um, yeah, I mean, I I just personally never I never found those books that I thought were good. I'll play video games, like I'll watch wrestling. I'll I'll play with like GI Joes and have them wrestle. I was really into wrestling, so like yeah. it was. It was just like if you don't if you don't catch my attention in the first five pages, like I'm I don't I don't expect you to catch it in the next hundred. Uh, very very short, short minded in that aspect. Uh, one of the things I always wish I was good at was like, oh, I'm gonna go read this. It just never 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 bothered me. I never cared. All right, Nick, you know the tags a lot better than I do. Yeah. If you listen to our old podcasts, they might be wrong, but the current tags are at four men podcast, M-E-N, four men, the number four men podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, and on, hey, we're on Facebook. Hit the likes, hit the comments on the YouTube. Tell us how we suck. I don't even care. At this point, I don't even care if you tell us why we suck. Just tell us we suck. I don't care. I dare you. I will rip you to shreds in the comments. I dare you. You know what? I'm locked in one room. I'm locked in one room unemployed. I dare you to leave me a negative comment. I dare you. Your life will be completely stuck in the comments of YouTube for days. 